We live. We live. Oh yeah, we live. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's been a minute. Back to the sports rap with the fellas. It's right. We Neil, we in the building. What's going on? What's going on, man? Hey, excited to have sports back. Sports excited. Back. Full effect. Excited. Full effect. Excited. Yes, yes, yes. Sports, up, man. sports, sports is back. Sports is back. Somewhat. Somewhat. Throw the throw the little the little curveball in there somewhat. Kind of sort. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it's been a while, man. We've we, we wrapped, man. Um, um, I'm glad to see you guys again. Um, we have a lot of content, man, to talk about, man. Things oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. NBA restart to the NFL, and Mahomes got a, got the bag, flipped yeah. it right into it, you know what I'm saying, something else. Man. Got the bag, too. Tight ends getting the bag right now, too. Who's that? Tight ends. George Kittle got paid oh, and then yeah, out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They're looking at uh, – they're looking at um, what's my man name? Uh, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey looking but at. They, but they but they not getting that Patrick Mahomes money. I mean, not a tight end. Yeah, they ain't gonna no. go. They ain't gonna get no. that from the tight end spot. Would he, he buy ownership? Ownership in, in who did he buy ownership in? The Royals. Kansas City Royals. With baseball you, money. Yeah, this, man. baseball player. I'm going to buy part of the baseball team. Hey man, listen. When you play baseball, you know, see Neil, man. It's it's always a love for that. Like you can't, it can't go away from you, dog. You can't leave it alone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's kind of going right now. <laughs> That's bossy. And <laughs> hey, that was bossy though that he did that. It was. It was. Um, we also have some news up, man. Um, some 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 postponements for the Pac-10 and the Big Ten. We want to talk about some of that, the impact on that on college football. So let's let's start right from the top, man. Let's start from the NBA, mm-hmm. the bubble. You know, we had some thoughts going into it, man. Um, it's it's concluded. It's seeding game kind of portion. What do you guys? Uh, what's your guys' thoughts on the bubble, man? I'll let Neil go first, real quick. I, I'm loving the bubble. I'm not gonna lie to you because I'm not a I'm not a big. I used to be, but you know, the last ten years or so, haven't been a big NBA fan during the regular season because. You know, they got this low maintenance now that they came up with the last couple of years. So the regular season is kind of watered down, and the teams are so top-heavy now that you kind, of, you kind of almost know who the teams are going to be in the playoffs for sure. And you can almost pinpoint who the teams are going to be in the conference finals and, you know, both in the respectable conferences. Um, so it kind of takes the excitement out of it. So it's like I don't need to even need to watch this until basically the fourth quarter, which is, you know, playoff time. And, you know, but this bubble – it's like you can tell guys is hungry. Guys haven't played in months. They in the bubble, and all they all it is is basketball because they don't have you know the other things that they're normally used to doing outside of basketball per se. You know what I mean? The, just the freedom to just go here or there or wherever. So the quality of the of the play, in my opinion, has been a lot better. You got a chance to see some of these guys who you may have known, but they really weren't playing, and you were waiting to see them play or guys that might have been hurt and now they're healthy, um, guys that maybe not been out of, been in shape because they were, you know, out of basketball for a little while, like, you know, a la Carmelo Anthony, you know what I'm saying, you know. So Carmelo. the play is, is a lot better right now, and I'm pleasantly surprised because, like, one day last week, I don't know what day it was, I watched, like, three or four games, like, from, from starting to, like, one o'clock in the afternoon to the night, and they were all good games. All good games. All good games. Um, they did a good job. I mean, obviously the fans aren't there, but I don't watch the games to see the fans. You know what I mean? I watch the game to see the game. And, you know, they were really creative 
and with the use of the virtual fan and how they're doing it, and it's like not just gimmicky. Like it's actually really the fans that are paying attention to that game right then. So it put a whole different spin on it, and uh, you really you really don't even notice it. All I'm watching is, is basketball right now. I'm not, I'm not, you know, distracted by the other thing. It just it feels like there's less commercials. I don't know if that's true or not. It could be my could be my imagination, man. But just mm-hmm. there's less breaks in the action. <laughs> I like it. Honestly, man, my opinion on it is it actually was kind of it. Almost seemed like it was a blessing in disguise for the NBA because I'm gonna tell you, it feels like we got we got March Madness taken away from us, right? Which is and maybe it taken away next year too. But honestly, this almost <laughs> feels like March Madness, bro. Like you got games all day. You know what I'm saying? Just about every day leading up to the playoffs. Obviously, it's gonna slow down a little bit and it's starting to slow down now. But man, the fact that you got games starting at one o'clock, you got another game at like four o'clock, another game at like six, another one at 10. Dude, it is great. You know what I mean? I think they did an excellent job as far as planning. You know what I'm saying? Like see Neil Touchstone, man, as far as the virtual fans and all of that. And the teams are coming back hungry. You can tell, you know what I'm saying? They missed the game, period. So they out there balling because they got a crack at getting to the playoffs. Everybody that's down there, they came down there for a reason, right? And they focused. You ain't got all the outside distractions, bro. We can talk about some of the other stuff that we need that they need to figure out. But honestly, bro, they focused. They ain't got no distractions. They down there to hoop, get busy, let's get it done. I'm here to get this ship. So, man, to me, I love it, bro. I love it. I mean, even the technology standpoint, you know, I think they got the crowd noise kind of pumped in there for TV and all of that. But you yeah. can't even really tell. You know what I'm saying? You can't even really tell that yeah. they're missing the fans like that. So they've done an excellent job, man, all the way around. Kudos to the NBA. I'm 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 gonna you know what I'm saying definitely echo you guys' sentiments on the uh, the bubble man. It's been very very enjoyable man. Every game seems to be exciting, um, and it's like we got a little bit of a um, um, the, the the summer action mixed in with the NBA action. We've had a little bit of a break, but we see some of the players who are really really still working in the gym. Um, this guy Michael Porter is a guy who like we we knew we heard about him. He's been hurt for a couple years, you know. It looks like he's gotten in the gym and he's kind of taking this opportunity to kind of, you know, refine his game. Yeah. Um, another guy, I don't know who this guy is, Mr. Boucher from Toronto. And um, I think hey, kudos to you, C Neil, because you called Toronto out as one of your one of your favorite yeah, teams, man. Yeah, and this yeah, guy is is yeah. is looking awesome, man. And they're like, I'm like, who is this guy? I'm like, oh, this guy led the Toronto looks tough and, and, and rebounding or something else. He was like, you know, a star in the G league. So really never got any run in the NBA, but it's taking this opportunity right now to shine in front of the country. And then let's talk about the bubble from a safety um, aspect. They've been able to have no cases no, no COVID cases. inside yeah. of the bubble. No cases. And we've seen folks who had to leave for whatever reasons, come back, you know what I'm saying? Some left for some wings. But, you know, hey, I'm a wing fan myself. You know what I'm saying? Magic City is an icon, you know. Hey, you know. Um, but with that being said, they've been able to reintegrate themselves into the bubble with no, with no incidents as well. So I, I, I really applaud them. I love that they have the virtual fans there. I've talked to some people, and that's, that's one of their, 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 their little idiosyncrasies, if you will, that, you know, it doesn't feel the same. I don't see the fans or whatever. I think they're doing a good job of piping in the, um, the, the, the sound, yeah, and we're getting a good product. These guys aren't having to zigzag all around the country. It seems like because they're in a central location, they're rested. I mean, they're up, like you said, early hooping at one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, one o'clock in the uh, afternoon, which is early for those guys. 
And, I mean, they're putting on a good show. It seems like scoring has to be up. I don't know if no one's playing any defense or, or what. And we got we got to actually look at it as there is a little less pressure on some of the younger players and some of the other players because they aren't in front of 20,000 screaming fans. They're just hooping. Yeah, they're, they're just, just hooping. They're just, they're, just hooping. They, they're just doing what they love, bro. But with that said, let me ask you this. Um, do you think, before we get to break down over teams in the eighth spot, but do you think being in this environment – well, let me ask you – being in this environment, does this close the gap between some of the teams who we thought were favorites? Do some of the teams who may, you know, may have less experience or, or, or you know, just may have a, a little bit less of a talent gap, gap there, can they make up that experience uh, uh, deficiency and, uh, and talent deficiency being in a neutral site um, setting? I think they can, man. Honestly, I, I think because, honestly, there's no home court advantage right now. I think that's big. You know what I mean? When you're a rookie and you're going into the playoffs, the biggest thing, man, is when you got all these fans roaring at you, man, and all your about the environment, the hostile environment is what we always hear a lot about. You don't really have to worry about that right now because, I mean, virtual fans are virtual fans. It is what it is. So there's an element that's not there that they don't have to worry about. They can just do exactly what they know how to do, which is who, right? So I feel like the rookies, you know what I'm saying, and the younger players, that probably would tense up and get the tight butt cheeks, you know what I'm saying, when they got 20,000 fans heckling them on the sideline. Yeah. They, just, they airball the shot. They come to the sideline. They hearing it from the back. You got to deal with that aspect of it, the travel, all of that type of stuff. When you got to deal with, you know, road weariness and all of that, they don't have any of that to deal with. All they got to do is play. So I think that definitely takes an element out that the veterans are used to and know how to, know how to um, navigate through. They know how to uh, play on the road. They know how to be professional. They know how to block out the distractions. They know how to block out the crowd. The rookies are learning that. But right now, they don't have to worry about it. So, yeah, I think that's a big advantage that is thrown out the window, man, that closes the gap. And I think that's what Phoenix is taking advantage of, which we'll talk about later. Okay, okay, okay. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I, I agree with all that. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really even going to add too much of that just for the sake of adding something. But what I will say, and it's kind of piggybacking off of that slightly, is that this year's NBA champion won't be anybody that you expect it to be. I can almost guarantee you that. Won't be anyone. Hmm? I don't know about that. that I, don't know, I don't know about that, though. <laughs> well, who do you expect? You expect it to be, I mean, you, I mean, at the Lakers or the Clippers. I don't, I don't know who else you would have said outside of one of those two teams. We're going to talk about we're gonna talk about. I mean, because you're not going to say Milwaukee. As much as you want to say Milwaukee and how much you love Giannis, you're not going to say that he's going to be either one of those teams in the seven games. I mean, I'm, I, I, can say, I can say Toronto could come in there and possibly do something, man. They could make some noise. So, you know what I'm saying? It's possible. It's possible. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do you want my prediction now or do we have a segment? No, no, no. no. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Let it simmer. Let it simmer. Let it boil, baby. Let everything come together. <laughs> like gumbo. It's like gumbo, baby. Give it a little time. Let's talk about this um this race for the HC, man. That's that's developed in the West um um the Western Conference. We have basically it's come down to Portland, um, Phoenix and Memphis. Portland basically needs to win tonight at nine o'clock, and they're gonna be the HC, and I think they're gonna play uh um uh Phoenix. Um if Portland loses, then I believe it becomes a Phoenix and Memphis. Um, um, playing games. So there's some, there's still a little bit of intrigue here. I want to give a shout out. Shout out to San Antonio. 22 years straight. Playoffs uh, run has been snapped. 
It's been a great run since 97. Oh. Thanks a lot for not playing tonight, DeMar DeRozan. I appreciate it, man. You messed up my fan duel lineup. Good looking out, bro. <laughs> hey, y'all know, y'all, everybody. It's more than a game know. to some of us. It's more than a game. <laughs> you a Spurs fan, man. So, yeah, man, salute to the Spurs, man. You know what I'm saying? Six that's NBA Finals, five ships. Yeah, that's my 19 of those 22 years, 50-plus wins, man. I'm a big David Robinson fan. It's played no. San Antonio. Yeah. Big props. Good you job. Good job. Good job. Good job to that organization, man. They definitely uh tried and true. And, you know, Shout yeah. out to Pop, man. You know what I'm saying? To me, you know what I'm saying? Still one of the best in the league. You know what I'm saying? And he he's proved that year in and year out. Definitely one of the better coaches in the well, league. Hey, time, really. hey, Pop might we, we, we might have to talk, start talking about Pop as a GOAT, man. I I I'm I said one of the best of all time, five really. Five I, six, I threw it out there. I threw it out there. Five six, man, with, with the yeah. likes of, you know, uh, uh uh the big fundamental, um, um Tony Parker and Kawhi, really, and and, and Manu. And then honestly, still still having them in contention after that in the West. In the yeah. West. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Think about what they would be doing if they were probably in the East. I mean, and they're, they're even they're in the bubble. They're still not fully loaded because Lamarcus Aldridge never even went to the bubble, right? So he's been hurt. Yep. So you know, he's he's really the number one B option on their offense. You know, Demar Derozan and then Aldridge, and he's out. So you yeah. know, unfortunately, they'll be back. Yeah, they'll be back. They'll be back, man. They draft well. They'll be back. They have a, a, a nice young core. Well, like you said, kept them in contention this year. You know, if they luck up and find a, a star player or somebody developed, they'll be right there. Um, who do you guys, though, do you guys have a preference? Um, who gets the eighth spot? Who do you guys predict will get the eighth spot? I would love to see Phoenix get it. I think it's going to go to Portland. Um, Why would you love to see Phoenix grab it, if you don't mind me asking? Because, honestly, man, they are probably, at this point, the most consistent team in the bubble, obviously. They don't get a lot of run on TV, man, you know what I'm saying, during the regular season. So you don't get to see them play a lot. But they have a lot of guys, man, that you're interested in seeing. Aiden, you know what I'm saying, Booker, all of those guys. So I would love to see them more, you know what I'm saying? And then the fact that they, they're they undefeated in the bubble right now. So them boys' confidence is at an all-time high. You know what I'm saying? It's at an all-time high. You do realize they will be playing the Lakers. I, I realize that. But their confidence is at an all-time high. And like I just told you, with you throwing out all of that other stuff, the travel, you know what I'm saying, the fans and all of that, and it's just bare down to we just out here hooping, you know what I'm saying, we on the playground hooping. Come on, bro. They can they can still make it interesting. I'm not saying they're going to win, but I'm saying they can make it interesting. Now, I mean, obviously with Portland, you know, you got the Dame, the Dame time factor. You know what I'm saying? Dame time. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So that whole group, man, I like Portland. I think whoever – if they get in the A spot, the Lakers might see some trouble, man. They might see some trouble. Okay. I don't think Memphis is really ready at all. They've looked horrible in the bubble. But well, you know what? They, they they had some injuries, man. They had some injuries. I was job was doing very, very well. Jaron Jackson got hurt. Yeah. Um, I believe the point guard, uh, Tyus Young got hurt as well. Tyus Jones got hurt. Yeah. Uh, forgive me on the name if I'm if I'm mistaken right now. But um they've had some injuries, but they had a good run. And 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 unfortunately, my my favorite. I wanted to see the the, the uh, New Orleans LA uh, matchup, and um, I don't know what happened, man. They just ran out of gas. They just yeah. ran out of gas. They just they blew a tire. <laughs> man, I mean, you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's it's they're rebuilding a little bit. You know what I'm saying. We got to see a little bit of what we what we gonna see in the future. They got a bright future ahead of them, man. Definitely. A few more Definitely. pieces, but 
Honestly, dude, they they just not ready yet. I think Phoenix was like that, man. They've been building for a while, and I think it's starting to come together. You know what I'm saying? Starting to. They've been down there for a minute trying to put something together, and I think it's starting to come up, but we'll see. You know what I'm saying? We'll see what they're made of when they play L.A. Because I, oh, well, if they play L.A. Because like I said, I think it's going to go to Portland. Though. Yeah. Okay. I also think it's going to go to Portland, and I, I would like to see Portland uh, just because I think they're probably the most playoff-ready team and have proven that they can win in the playoffs already. I agree. So, it, I would definitely rather see them. Phoenix will definitely be there. They'll be in the playoffs next year, and they probably won't be an eighth seed. They'll probably be a sixth seed, you know, next year in the playoffs because they'll come back hungrier. Uh, shout out to their coach, product of the San Antonio organization. Uh, uh, what's his Monty name? Williams. What's Monty's last name? Monty Williams. Monty Williams. Monty Williams. He was San Antonio Spurs for quite some time, if I if I if I recall. Yeah. He's been doing that thing, you know what I'm saying? So he's doing a heck of a job getting them guys to buy into whatever it is that he's selling. And obviously it's a winning recipe because they came in the bubble, they focused. And they're a young team. But then also, uh, don't discredit the, the importance of having a veteran point guard like Ricky Rubio who knows how to and not look in the score, but can score. And, and is probably one of the better ball handlers in the league. And as far as court vision, probably top five, you know, but you don't hear a lot about him because he was on the bad Timberwolves team. He was over in Utah for a minute. He was kind of hurt. Now he's down in Phoenix and he's not looking to score. He's looking to get scores the ball. And he's looking to get you the ball where you want to have it at. So um, he's, he's doing his thing. They got a nice quarter. They keep Rubio, Booker, and Aiden. And then they mix in another, you know, you know, slasher type player, you know, maybe another big. It's gonna, it's it's, gonna it's, uh, they got they got they got they got a lot to look forward to. Y'all talking about New Orleans. The New Orleans would have to end up I would take Phoenix over New Orleans right now as far as if I had to go head to head right now. I would too. I would too. I'm gonna let Carl jump in, man, and after that, man, I'm gonna give you my sleeper. But go ahead. So so here's the thing, like I, I definitely want Portland to get the spot because you know I'm I'm always looking down the road. And I want to see them match up with the Lakers. You know, we're talking about a veteran team that was in the Western Conference Finals last year. You know, they have Dame. He's on fire. They have C.J. McCollum. They have uh, their, their front court back with Zach Collins and, uh, and Nurkic. And then they have uh, Hassan Whiteside who can come off the bench. And those are big bodies you can keep throwing at A.D. Um, and I got to – first of all, let me apologize. Apologize, apologize, apologize to the basketball guys. Because I was one of the many who thought that Melo was totally washed up. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna I never Melo. Shout out to Melo. I, I, I was too, man. I was too. Man. I was too. You know what I'm saying? I've been riding with Melo like he ain't done. You know, and 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 and, and I'm gonna tell you, man. Um, a little dynamic that I want to see. The re first of all, like I said, apologies, apologies to the rejuvenated, slim down. Scoring machine, Carmelo Anthony. I thought she was washed up, bro. And I was like, listen, when Chris Paul, your homeboy, basically kind of, ah, it's you out of clear, I mean, out of Houston. And then, you know, LeBron is looking for pieces to kind of put together for this run in L.A. And you're not one of those pieces. I, I kind of took that as maybe they thought that you were a little bit over the hill themselves. And them your boys. You know what I'm saying? Hey. From the original Banana Boat crew. <laughs> it, could, it could be some hate. You know what I'm saying? It could be it some It could hate. be, but I'm telling you, I really like this angle 
of Portland, a veteran Portland team with big bodies to throw at AD with scoring options and backcourt play against the Lakers in the neutral site series. Well, I, I'm wait, not going to say that. Wait, wait, wait a minute. You like, you like what? Huh? You like what now? Say it again. I like Portland. They get the eighth seed. Mm-hmm. In a tough series mm-hmm. against the Lakers in a neutral site series. So are you saying you like Portland over LA? No, that's I'm not what, saying. That's I'm what I'm picking. Saying. That's I'm what I'm picking saying. up here. Well, well listen, listen. He don't have to say anything because I'm gonna say it right now. Go ahead. Portland gets the AC. Portland will win the NBA championship this year. And let me tell you this. There it is. There it go. We got let it on camera. Hey, we got it on. We got it on camera. It's right here. It's right here. It's right here. Dang. Showed me so much over the last week. Because as he mentioned, he sent Paul George home. He sent Russ home. It's time. Who's next? Who's left? He, he got to send LeBron home. Got to send LeBron home. It's only right. I'm sorry, LA. You know what I'm saying? He got to. Now, now, now I like where you were going there, but first you, thing that could, they could have did. Paul George and and, and 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 Russ put a chip on his shoulder. Black, hey NBA, Laker fans, whoever y'all blame Patrick Beverly for what's about to happen in the playoffs. Blame. That's, Patrick, that's a strong statement. Laughing. All that when he missed the free throws, now he's tearing a hole through everybody from here until the end of the season. And Melo gonna ride with him because nobody, to your point, nobody wanted to pick Melo up. Like Melo wants so Melo like, okay, I'm gonna be the third wheel, and I'm and I'm gonna murder y'all when I get the opportunity. He grabbing rebounds, he playing defense. They got a three-headed monster. That's a very that's oh, a very legit. Listen. Here's what I'm going to tell you, man. And then you got a man who was just on the Eastern Conference All-Star team coming off the bench, backing up another center. They got two legitimate centers. They got the best team in the West. I don't know about that. Gary Trent Jr., who they came to the bubble and said, hey, my dad was in the hoop, in the NBA. I can hoop, too. I'm going to tell you right now, man. You like Gary Trent. Hey, listen. That's a very strong So you, before we go, you said if. They if get the, Portland gets the AC, they're going to run off a UConn, Huskies, Kimber Walker type through the Big 12, uh, Big East tournament, through March Madness, straight to the ship. Nobody ever saw it coming. Portland Trail is if they get to the playoffs, they will be the NBA champions in the 2020 season. I know who you picked coming into his, man. That's a strong statement coming that's, that's from you. A, that's a real strong Every statement. Battle, Earth. That's, that's a real strong statement because – Honestly, man, you got a couple of sleeper teams out there that I think will give Portland a lot of problems. I think Utah and Denver. I think Utah and Denver will get them. Not in the series. No way. Yes, they would. Yes, they would. Utah and Denver because Utah and Denver play in round one, so one's going home. I I know, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Either one of those teams that come out of that is going to give them problems, bro. Not in the seven-game series. No, sir. Yes. yes. Especially Utah with Donovan Mitchell. You know what I'm saying? You got Conley. You know what I'm saying? Rudy Gobert. Listen, listen, listen. listen. Let me just say say this. The only reason that Portland is even as far down as they are as far as seeding is because the Nurkish wasn't even available. I know. He was hurt. Yeah, he was hurt. We know that. Nurkish is a problem. But Rudy is the defensive player of the year. 
he has nothing to do a number two seed, number three seed, Barry. He, he has nothing coming against Rudy. He's not about to abuse Rudy. Rudy like Gobert? Yes, the defensive player Gobert. of the year, Rudy Gobert. Yes, yes. Uh -huh. So, yeah. so, so, I never, so, I've never, I've never been sold on that. He's, he's so what he does, right? Not, Offensively, not, right? Offensively, you right? Factor. Offensively, you sure. right? Defensively, he's a serious factor. But they, but Portland got two centers. So what? Centers. So what? And I would take both of those guys probably over Rudy Gobert. That's your fault. But go ahead, Carl. I'm, a, I'm, I like Portland. I don't, I don't think, I, I think they can win. I don't think they are going to win. But I'm no, looking down the road. Just what you guys just said. You guys mentioned three or four different teams in the West. The West is a gauntlet. I don't care what direction, who you play, it's a gauntlet. The, 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 the Clippers have to start off with, uh, with, with, um, with Dallas and Luka. Um, Denver and Utah play. Um, Houston and OKC play. Mm -hmm. Whoever gets through the West is going to have to go through a gauntlet. So the Lakers, who I think can get to the, you know, the finals. Um, but they might get tripped up. They can't get tripped up. Yeah. They, 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 don't, they don't look they like the NBA champions. It can be OKC or Houston. They and Houston. But they, they look good enough to get past uh, Portland. Because they're a little bit shaky. They? they look good enough to get past Portland. Do they though? Yeah, yeah. In a seven-game season, we remember, we're talking about a seven-game We are talking about a seven-game series, man. And AD is going to get that boy everything he asked for. <laughs> everything. Who? Going to give it to who? Man, you're going to see. Nurkic. You're going to see. But, but still, you, but you still got McCollum. Lillard and Carmelo, those are all three certified scores who can all. So Kuzma, so so you forgetting about Kuzma, and you forgetting about too. That's the difference. They're not looking for anybody to get them the ball. All three of them guys can get their own shot off. So we don't have anybody who can get their own shot off. So it sounds so it sounds Kuzma like Kuzma can't get his own shot off. Who Kuzma? Huh? So it sounds like oh, say it, say it, say it. Portland is is, is the team we want to see. Portland is, is, is the team that, that gives us all the questions about the Lakers, man. So let's, 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 let's ride into the, our, our favorites for the West. Let's talk about some teams. You said, you know, it's not going to be a team that we think about, uh, C. Neal. Let's, let's name some teams who, who, who are your favorites in the West and possibly some sleepers. Let's start with one we of your already, favorites. We already know who his favorite is, man. Uh, we, we, already, we already know. But Portland is my favorite if, that's, if they get the AC. Uh, but outside of Portland – I think Denver is favorite to win it all. A tough out. Um, and I'm not saying that they're going to win it, but I think that they could take you to seven games or they could take you to six really tough games. Um, and then also, depending upon Utah, and I'm not saying they're, they're just another team that's a, a greedy team that can give you a very tough series to make it tough on you for your next series. I'm not looking for Utah to make any noise whatsoever. I'm just looking for them to wear down whoever they play in the first round. Um, the Clippers are the Clippers. I mean, they've been doing their thing. Uh, but they don't look like the NBA. They missing something, man. They don't know. These teams, the only team that I see that looks like a complete team, that seven-game series ready in the West is Portland. Here we go. Portland, I'm I'm sorry, man. Denver looks good, but they don't have enough. Oh, yeah, the front, front of the damn bandwagon. But wait, wait, but wait, wait. One, one more thing. I want to mention one more team. I like what I've seen from Dallas. They're another team. They said somebody. I mean, they played the Clippers. The, the, the thing about it is, is they, they got two 
certified all-stars. Like, you know, other guys, got, but they got two certified. Like, Porzingis is showing you why he was drafted so high. And Luka is a triple-double any and every night. And don't underestimate Rick Carlisle's coaching ability. Like, he's he's come down through the ranks, and he's he's coaching them up. You got Tim Hardaway Jr. over there. You got Burke, who looked like he didn't follow, like, where he needs to be. Who was it? I didn't see the last – I didn't hear the last person. Who you say? Trey Burke. Go blue. Trey Burke. Trey Burke, he been, he's been balling. Um, Max Kleber, they got. I mean, they, they don't have a lot of sexy type names, but they got some. They, they, they don't have they enough. Like they, 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 they don't have enough. They don't have enough. Yeah, they don't have they enough. Got about six games. Though. The Clippers been owning them the regular season, so I, I think they got, they got they have the key to them. So if they can go six, that'll be that'll be great. I'm just gonna tell you right now, man. The best the best series to me, shaping up is going to be the Utah-Denver series, because I don't know if y'all watched that game. That game was the best one to bubble to me. You know what I'm saying? I think it went to double overtime. Did it go triple? No, I think it went to double. It went to double. It went to double. Man, back and forth, bro. And honestly, they mirror each other. I think those two, those two teams mirror each other quite a bit. And I think whoever, that team right there, I would pick them over Portland, whichever one comes out of that. You know what I'm saying? But obviously, I don't think they're going to get a chance to play because I see L.A., you know what I'm saying? I think Portland, yeah, they're good for two games. After that, man, they're going home. So, and Louis, how, how do you – you've seen – and I don't want to jump back to Portland, but you've already seen them eliminate teams that were, quote, unquote, better than them. Like, you've seen them do this already. Not, 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 not a LeBron it's and Anthony Davis. It's not as good as the team that they have right now. Not a LeBron and Anthony Davis, though. No, nah, with, with Paul Kuzma. And you know what I'm saying, countless other. I mean, nobody. You would have been saying Kyle Kuzma's name before two nights ago because he's been. So no, 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 no. no. So please, that's not start listen, throwing bro, Kyle Kuzma's listen, name around. Listen, bro, Kyle Kuzma because he's had a terrible year. No, listen, he's been playing terribly hey, in the ball hey, until hey, two nights ago. Hey, listen, Kyle Kuzma has a has always been a problem. That's why he's there. He could have been traded easily. They said no, nah, you can't have him. You know what I'm saying? They would have had for from the last five drafts. They would have been nobody left. They like we got to keep one guy. No, it was either him or Ball. You know what I'm saying? It I wanna, was either I him wanna, or Ball. I just want to thank both you guys, man. Both of you guys for coming around, man. Because the last time we met, we talked about Portland, man. I mentioned two guys' name, man: Zach Collins and Nurchik. And both of you guys just looked at me like I was crazy. I didn't look at you like you was crazy. The big who? Zach Collins, I did, but I didn't say. I'm happy you guys have come around and see that you know these guys are difference makers, and they can they can push they can push Portland. They can make them tough. Um, who's your who's your favorite in the in the in the, in the West? I'm not all about him. They got three bigs. West is tough to predict, man. I don't. I honestly think I can see LA getting tripped up. I mean, I agree who's with you. They don't Both really. LA's? They don't really look like the champs, man. Um, I mean, I might, I might have to say, man, honestly, the Clippers. I would have to say the Clippers. Uh, I'm not completely sold on them either. I'm not really sold on any team really coming out of the West. It's going to be a gauntlet, like you said. But if I had to pick a favorite to put my money on who could trip up L.A. in a series, it would be the Clippers. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, I like Harden and all of them, man. You know what I'm saying? Russ and all that. But we already know defensively they ain't ready. You know if it's saying? not Portland, I go with the Clippers as well. With with Denver, with Denver showing, you know what I'm saying? Is that the show space and work? So, so what happened to the Lakers show? Uh, I mean, the Lakers, man. Listen, I, bottom line, man, <laughs> they just look like. I mean, outside of LeBron, LeBron's gonna be LeBron, but he's aging. 
the you break, know? the break, the break didn't do them right. Yeah, it. They just don't. They don't look. They don't look like they fluid enough, man. They don't no. really look like they. They focused and ready to to go on this run. They, they look just like look. They, they look like Larry Holmes. Like they, they do. They look like they limping along and they just here just to be here, but they don't look like they here to handle. So you don't think any of these teams, including them, you know, um, maybe sandbagging a little bit, keeping holding a little that, bit back. Yeah, I think I think they I think they are. Back. I think they are. But at the same time, here's here's y'all gonna laugh when I say this, dog. But I think when you play in L.A., you play in L.A. for a reason. City of L.A does a lot for your morale and all of that, man. You know what I'm saying? You got the nightlife. So you got some other. guys need the fans. Some guys need that that energy. <laughs> and they need they need they need some type of some conjugal visit from some of that LA life you know, that to really to really get them going. You go from me fans to conjugal visits. We for- listen, I'm just listen, man, I'm just keeping it one hundred, man. Magic was out there and magic had a ball. We know it. Right? Anybody go to LA, dog, you go to LA, man, for LA. You know what I'm saying? Like after the game, man, it's 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 a nightlight there, right? So what I'm saying is, it's not the same in the bubble, man. So I think they're struggling with that. It's like, man, we here, we hooping, and then then what? You know what I'm saying? And I think they're having a problem with it. They need the conjugal visits more than anybody. You know what I'm saying? We're going for straight fans, and now we just need conjugal visits. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on because they don't they, something something's going on. I'll tell you what, so LeBron is older, and he's still been balling. Anthony Davis, although he, I guess he's in shape, he just looked like, I mean, he used he to. He had some tough games. He didn't have some really nice games, though. He has. Davis, I, like to see, I know before we wanted him to put on some weight, he's real small. Now I want him to kind of just slim down a little bit more because he's put on weight, but he ain't really put on, like, like the right type of weight. You know what I'm saying? It's like he just put on some weight to me. So, like, he just looked kind of. And then outside of those two guys, the rest of their team is awful. I mean, okay, Kyle Kuzma. Let me put all right. So they got Kyle Kuzma. But they're missing Rajon Rondo. I think that that, big, that hurts them. That hurts them. That hurt them, that hurt them big time. It yeah. just not, not just from on-the-court leadership, but off the locker room presence too. You know what I'm saying? He a no-nonsense type of guy. He all about winning. And when you really when you really look at it, they don't really have anybody to initiate any offense outside of LeBron now. Nope. You know what I mean? So nobody. Like Brian's going 100 miles an hour. You know what I mean? Every minute that he's in there, they just don't look better. They don't look better than the Clippers, honestly. They don't. Not to me. They don't. No. And the Clippers, to me, you know, that's my favorite. I'm gonna rock with them. They still haven't been 100. Um, percent Montrez Harrell has just gotten back to the bubble. Um, I don't know when he's gonna play, but they're, they're still my team because. Even though they've looked a little bit uneven, that's kind of how they've been all season, though. You know what I mean? They, they're 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 doing the um the 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 um the time management, if you will. Um, they uh, uh, PG missed some time. Kawhi missed a little yeah, bit of low, time. Low so management. yeah, they've been doing. I think I think if they can get some continuity, they're going to be okay. But again, the West is a, is is a tough out. I think it's going to be them or the Lakers. I think playoff uh, uh, LeBron is going to turn on. I think um, AD is going to have to answer the bell. This is the first time that he's really. I mean, even though he's a great player and he's been an all-star and all this other stuff, this is the first time the lights are on him and he's really a factor. Ain't no lights on him, though. You're just really hoping for him to win a, win a series <laughs> when he was in uh, New Orleans. So now the lights are on and he's the favorite and he's going to have to show that he can show up in big games. But see, that's the, that's the thing, man. Ain't no lights on you right now, man. The pressure is... is well, the pressure's still on, bro. I mean, yeah, there ain't nobody there, but everybody's still watching. <laughs> the pressure's still on. <laughs> I'm just the saying, like, they, the, they, Lakers, they, the Lakers don't win. It's, it's, 
It's, a mean, yeah, it's, it's media pressure, man. But I mean, they got to stay six feet even when they do the interviews, bro. You ain't got cameras in your face yeah, like that. Listen, man, the pressure of failing. Yeah, the pressure of failing. That, that, that home court advantage was going to be very, very key to them. And now I think, you know, like I said, the gap is closed a little bit. And, and don't sleep on Denver. I mean, I like the Michael. I like Porter. Denver and Utah. They look the same. Y'all keep acting like, hold on, man. Y'all just acting like Denver just going to run through Utah, though, man. No, no, Denver, no, Utah no, don't look the same. I don't think they're going to run through them, but I, I think they're going to win. Absolutely. They're going to win. They don't look the same. When you talk about Utah, Utah's a good team, but let's not forget that their their, their second leading score is is hurt. So really, it's really just about um um Donovan Mitchell, um who's the point guard? Mike Conley, older gentleman, yeah, uh, Conley, and and then Gobert, who's a little bit offensively challenged in my book. He is no, not your book. No, he, he is. is. He is. They have a couple other you know key role players, but if they had a, I don't want to say his name wrong, but Bogdanovich. <laughs> I think they would have a better shot. But I, to me, Denver has gotten better. We haven't seen Gary Harris. We haven't seen Will Barton. I, don't, I mean, I, I think they're going to be playing in the playoffs. They added another little weapon in Bo Bo. I mean, they got a – they're a tough team. Deep team. Talented team. No, they're they're very tough. I'm looking at their bench right now. No, they're very tough. I'm looking at their bench right now, man. They're, they're, they're very tough. tough. You know what I'm saying? And Michael, that's why I say I say they're going 10 deep and, and Michael Porter. Last year, Michael Porter wasn't playing a lot, and they didn't have Bo Bo. No, I mean, no. I think – like, Michael, Michael Porter was playing a little bit like this early in the season here and there. Like, he'll, he'll ball out, and he wouldn't – he'll next game, he'll only get um, – I mean, their, their bench is solid. Jeremy Grant, you know what I'm saying? Monte Moore has been balling. Jeremy Grant, you know, long time. From uh, where was he at? Uh, OKC. Yeah. Now they been they got a nice bench, bro. They do. They let's, let's, let's transition a little bit to the to the East, cause they've got no love. Oh man, and, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's wide open in terms of those guys to me, in my opinion. It's wide not. open, man. Um, wide open. Yeah, it's wide open. I'm wide open. I, you know, some people to me to me Milwaukee probably has the best team on paper, but I'm still not. Yeah. Sold on um, Giannis. I'm still not sold on, on on Bledsoe. I'm still not sold on Middleton. You're not sold on Giannis. Are you saying Milwaukee has the best team on paper be, because of Giannis? Because if you go top to bottom, they definitely don't have the best. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let's stop. Let. It's a couple things we need to touch on first, man. You're not <laughs> on, you said a lot of questionable shit right there. Hold on. You're not sold on Giannis. As what? I mean, yeah. As a, as a, as I mean, you he's tell a, me what you're not sold on. <laughs> so like. He's an MVP. He's a one. He's a. He's a. He's a. Okay. He's a, so he's yeah. Okay. <laughs> Russell. Russell is an MVP. Okay. So, so, okay. What's your point? Right. So what's your point here? Every MVP is not a champion. Every MVP is not a killer. Every MVP is not clutch. So everything I just said applies to uh, Giannis. Okay, I agree. I agree with that. Okay. I mean, I agree with some of what you said. Okay. You know what I'm, I'm not going to say he's clutch. He hasn't been a killer. I mean, I, I think, I think. Um, for the most part, for the most part, it, the most part, MVP is usually a killer for the most part. I would just say this, man. Giannis, Giannis going to get his every night. Except for the Steve yeah. Nash, the Steve Nash trophy. Sometimes he gets his, and sometimes his teams go home. That's just how it's been. So I, I agree. I'm just saying, but you saying you're not sold on him, but I'm just saying he gonna get his I'm every not night. Sold on him as I can make my team better and take them to the next level. Okay, yeah. Now he's he, he, great player. He hasn't shown that yet. I get but it. Is he is he. I mean, are you talking about him and LeBron? Like, to me, that's 
to me, it's we're talking about is he the MVP strictly on his on his stats? Because you anything else is, is, I'm gonna tell you what he is. Huh? He, he's he's really the ultimate Robin, and we don't know that yet. Timmy mm. Robin. How I feel about huh? Robin. That's how I feel about Russell. Huh? Russ is gonna have a hard time. Wait a minute, dog. Hold on, man. Wait, 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 wait. He had he he he's gonna have a hard time winning the championship as the lead dog. Huh? Russell. Russ, 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 Russ is not oh, the lead oh, dog. Oh, you talking about Russell? Russ is not the lead dog right now. I would say with KD, he wasn't with Harden. Um, so he had PG. He didn't hey, win. Dog, I listen, love listen. I love this game. I love what he brings. Giannis is the clear Batman. Over there, if you put no. him somewhere else, he's the clear Batman. He's no, that, no, he's not. He's the clear right Batman now. in Milwaukee, but he needs to be the ultimate Robin. Dog, so, you put him on any team, he's probably Batman right now. You know what he is? You know what he is? Yeah. And this is no shot. This is he's no top shot. three in the league, bro. No you shot. give me two Where players. Give me two players that's better than three players that's better than him right now. He, he reminds so why won't he win the shit? So why won't he win the shit? It's team sports, son. Go ahead, Not go ahead. a style of play, but Giannis is Shaq in L.A. Not a style of play. He's gonna keep you in it. He's gonna give you the 35-40 to keep you in it. But you y'all you all over the board with this, man. Y'all saying Russell, I said Shaq. You know what I'm saying? You better have a Mamba who can knock it down when you need to have it knocked down. That's who Giannis is. No shot. He's 24 years old. Yes, and I'm only talking about him right now. I'm not saying he's never going to be. We're not projecting. We're talking about 2020, and we can talk about 19 and 18 because he's played those years. So 19, 18, and 2020, that's what we said. I'm not saying two years from now he's not going to be that guy. I'm not saying that. But as of right now, he reminds me of a Shaquille O'Neal from L.A. who's going to keep you in. He can, you can put him on your you – he can carry you on your back. But do you want Giannis taking the shot – with five seconds to go, and everybody knows that he's get it. Let me tell you right now, with no, five seconds left, I'm comfortable with him having the ball because he's not going to take the shot. He's going to go right to the rim, and he's well, unstoppable going to the rack. He's hey, unstoppable. Somebody stopped him last year. <laughs> he didn't finish on top. He, did. yeah, he, he didn't finish on top he of the bounce. Somebody, hey, he got bumped somewhere. Yeah, somebody gonna, fouled him. Like he's going to be in the finals. Like gonna be, they're going to be in the finals. For this year than last year, I do. They're going like to be in the finals. The addition of the Lopez um, brother, um, I like, um, was it Wesley Johnson, Wesley Matthews? Give them a little Wesley, bit. West Matthews, yep. Um, what's his name? from uh, Dante. 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 They got a better team. They got a better team. They're going to be in the finals. But let me, like, I like Boston too. Hey, newsflash, though. All those guys were there. Except for Matthews, DiVincenzo was there. Lopez. They didn't, have, they, didn't have a, they didn't have a second Lopez brother, did they? They don't. They don't have him now. He's on the team. He doesn't matter. He no. plays. He plays. Yeah, this brother but, said, hey, "Bring my and brother." And if, get, and if they get to LA, and if they play LA, he's going to play a lot. He plays. Maybe he's not Maybe. a fan. They beat in LA a couple of different times. He's a big body. He's I'm a going big with body Boston coming out of the west. I mean, coming out of the east because I, I like them from top to bottom. It may be a sentimental pick. You, you cracked on my man, Jason Tatum, who definitely took seven of the eight games to get his mind together, <laughs> to get everything. Um, but he looked good last game. I think they're the, probably the most talented in terms of star power. They are. James Brown, they are. Jason Tatum, Kimba, Gordon Howard, 
Um, I don't the, the what's his name? Theus, uh, um, whoever the yeah. center is. Yeah, yeah, that's his name. He has a lot of he has a lot of a, a, a game, but I don't know how consistent he is. But I, I like Boston. Um, Peace. But, you know, we'll Peace. see. We'll see. We'll see. Toronto. I like Toronto. So Toronto, man. Toronto. Toronto. It will be either Toronto or Boston. I'll give you that. I mean, not not Boston. I'm sorry. Yeah. You, are, you know, you don't believe in Milwaukee either. You just yes, said Freudian yes, It will be Toronto or Milwaukee. Toronto, Toronto, they are a team that that looks very, very dangerous, man. They are starting to They got a chip on their shoulder. They got a chip on their shoulder. Everybody, everybody wrote them off like they wrote off the Cavs Tech team years back after Clarence Williams graduated like oh man he got this it that's it for them Kawhi like they don't have like what like what you mean like this, we just ballers here still like that's all y'all thought it was just y'all thought it was just thought it was, you know what I'm saying hey shout out to my man C note though go blue I mean, no disrespect it's some nine six stuff CT back don't listen to God that, but it's right the same type of situation Kawhi left and it's like oh I guess you know to, they, Toronto just got a team full of bums it's like we still here you know what I'm saying we still the defending champs you I know, got another apology. Van Fleet that took his game to another level. You know, I got another apology, man. He was on that 32 and 0 team. Him and uh Goldilocks. And then, you know, you got Siakam out here doing his thing. Serge Ibaka, proven veteran. Marcus You know what I'm saying? Oh, Lowry, man. We had a lot of big name uh, uh Boucher, Boucher. We got NOB. Um they got like Toronto. They gonna run with you. Don't sleep. Watch Toronto be back in the finals. Kyle Lowry, I'm sorry. I, I, you know, we talked about him as an all star. Was he? Was he a? a, 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 a what, is, what did we say? A, a replacement all star. Alternate. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Close but no cigar. Hey, Kyle Lowry, man, you showed up, man. You showed up this year, man. I, I apologize. I am wrong. I apologize. So is that your? Is that your squad you're going with? Out the East, but most definitely. I don't, I don't, I don't see anybody beating them in a seven-game series coming out the East. They already proven, and they did any any, any sleeper. I know, I know. Philadelphia took a hit with the Ben Simmons um, injury. Um, what about Miami? I, you know, I, you know, I, I'm a I was getting ready to say Miami, but like what happened to the shooters that they have? I mean, they they just ain't got enough. You know, they I'm might saying? win one game against whoever they play in the seven-game series. They might win one game. Yeah, they ain't got enough. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know they're playing Indiana, T.J. Warren and those guys. Uh, uh, oh, is that who Miami's playing? Yeah. What's that, a 4-5 or five matchup? 4-5 or five matchup. That's over for Miami. Indiana's mm. winning. I don't know. <laughs> Hold on now. <laughs> it might pop Indiana. I think they'll pop them. They I might pop Miami. Indiana because uh, my man – And, and, and there's some internal beef in there. That has potential to be the best the best series. You got Tyler Hero in two games to another matchup. I like it. I like the four or five matchups on both West East. You gotta like it, man. That that's one of them teams with guys that took this time off the break. Hero has been balling in the bubble. He low key. Tyler Hero been balling in the bubble. Rookie out of Kentucky. Duncan Robinson. The season got hurt, and now he got back healthy again. And then shout out to my man. Hey, go blue again. Duncan Robinson. He been out there balling a little bit too. And then uh, Kelly at the center spot been balling. You know what Jimmy do? Goran Dragic, you got <coughs> the young guard. It's a tough team. It's a tough team, man. It's a tough team. They, they might pop in the end. Four five, they might they could pop. Oh in. no, man. TJ Warren. And guess what? Right and guess what? They'll get Milwaukee in that second round. And you know Milwaukee, 
That second round, it gets a little murky for them. Here we go, man. Here we go. Here we go. to disrespect. When, when did they go home in the second round? When did they go home in the second round? They ain't going home in the second round last year. Oh, uh, yes, they did. Yes, they did. Because oh. Kawhi, Kawhi, Kawhi killed um, – That was Philly in that the was, second that, round. That was the, that was the, that was the second the round. That, that was the go to the finals. That was the second round. That was the second round. Well then, he, well, then he, well, then he killed them in the finals then. No, in the conference finals. That's what I'm saying. The conference yeah, he, finals was Milwaukee and Toronto. Yeah, it was definitely Milwaukee and Toronto in the conference. Yes, right. Get your stuff right. right. in the second round. Right, Come on. Did not come on. That wasn't Philly playing. That wasn't Philly playing for the finals. That wasn't no, when Embiid no. was current. No sir. No sir. No, no sir. Oh. Stop hating. That's the hate. You see what I'm saying? That's the hate. That's the hate. I'm not, I'm not hating. I'm confused. Did he go home? Is the question. Did he go home? Is <laughs> the question. Went home in the conference finals. Yeah. 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 And yeah. definitely went home too. A dog who may not yeah. have no. He went home to Kawhi to the champs. They went yeah. home to the champs. They went home. They lost to the champs. So, what I'm saying this year, right now, I know he's 24 and, and, and Kawhi is older, but who, who would you want right now? Between who? Kawhi and, and, and Giannis. Man, come on, man. Oh, Giannis. Kawhi. No question. Right, it's Kawhi. Giannis. I got Kawhi. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm, that's what I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm You're talking about today, like today. Yeah, right, today, right now. Yeah, I'll I got Kawhi. No, I got Kawhi. Kawhi myself. Like he's 24 Kawhi. and Kawhi is what? 20, probably 27 now? Yeah, he's, he's a little older, but I'm, I mean, I'm just talking about Kawhi. He's still in his prime. Kawhi's still in his prime, bro. Yeah. I'll take him. Yeah, no, Kawhi the man. Kawhi the man. He's a killer. If you ask me which one I'm going to take, I can I can build a heck of a team around Giannis. If I'm just getting you like you don't have anybody else, you get one him or him. I want him. I'll take so, Kawhi. I, I can build wanna, a heck of a team. I want to wrap this segment up because we've gone a little bit long, but I want to get yeah. our final predictions now. And for sure, with all clarity, I'm going with Boston and the Clippers. Mm. Clippers and Milwaukee. I got two. He got yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, you got you only got one, man. Yeah. You only got one. You can't play the fifth. Portland, Toronto, Portland, the champs. If Portland out, this if Portland doesn't get the AC, here come the ifs. Here come the ifs. I'm going Toronto Clippers. Kawhi Pink facing his old team in the finals. Toronto upsets the finals. Toronto upsets the Clippers in the finals back to back champs. They're going to stick it to Kawhi. If it's a Toronto Clippers matchup, I'm going with Toronto. This is, it's, I told you it's going to be what you don't expect. I said that. Mm. Toronto, but you can book Toronto going to the finals. I like, I like it, man. I like it, man. I don't. I like it, man. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, man, you got to throw something out there sometimes, man. Sometimes it's sick, baby. Think it's sick. Set them up. It's sick. Let's keep it moving, man. Let's go to the NFL, man. And a lot of things have happened. Like we talked about, a lot of bags have been collected. Um, you said um, Kelsey and Kittle got paid today. Um, we saw Bosa get some money, $137 million, But no one's bag was quite as big as my man Patrick Mahomes, who brought home 10 years, 450 with the possibility of it being 503 million dollars. What's the guaranteed again? What's the guaranteed on that? Well, the guarantee is on like 140, so they say. But there's some there's some language and things that he can do that can that can raise it as it goes on in um, value. I'm sorry, as hey, it goes hey, years. You can never put the word only in front of 140 million. I'm sorry. 
That's true. I'm sorry. Well, when, I mean, when it's a uh, 500 million, you know, but yeah, it's it's a hundred and something million dollars, 150. What do you guys think about the deal? Was it a smart deal for him? Was it a smart deal for uh, for Kansas City? Does it eat up too much of their salary cap? Um, what do you guys think? I'll say this. First off, could have made more money playing baseball. I'll just throw that out there. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing. You got you to prove yourself. He would have to prove himself playing baseball, but potentially you can make more money playing baseball. But anyway, um, back to the football conversation. I think, honestly, man, I think it, it, it's a little bit too much because how much do they have to spend to surround them with talent? Even though they've already won, you know what I'm saying, a Super Bowl championship, people are going to be looking to get paid. Travis Kelsey did get paid. Okay, you locked him up. You still got, I don't know what the contract situation is with Tariq Hill, right? And then you got it. You definitely got to basically lock up some defensive players, Chris Jones and everybody else. So I hope there's still enough money to spread around and you didn't just, you know what I'm saying, just box yourself in to basically, yeah, you got to lock down your franchise QB. They can't win without Mahomes, right? He's A-Rod 2.0 in my opinion. He's he's just – what A Rod was doing, he took A Rod two point So if he win a second, if he win a second uh, Super Bowl, does he become Pat Mahomes one point How does that? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm calling it that because does A Rod become Pat? Does he become? First of all, oh, first of all I stole that from Max Pat Mahomes Kellerman. Junior. How's that? How does that work? First, first of all, I stole that from Max Kellerman. So I ain't the only one that feels that way. Because what the reason for the comparison and saying that he's two is because. He was the one of his kind. He does things that no other quarterbacks can do, intangibles and all of that, but he does it on another level from what A-Rod does. Right? Let's stop. Let's stop. Oh, my yeah. God. Here we go. Let's don't interrupt, man. Go ahead. No, 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 because I don't want this to turn into some kind of Green Bay conversation because Aaron Rodgers is not on Pat Mahomes' level. No, period. no, he's not. He's, he's not. not. Well, I said 2.0. Oh, oh, oh. Patrick Mahomes' second season starting, he won the Super Bowl That's in the second season. Okay, I'm sitting on the bench. No, no, no. But listen, how many years years starting was Aaron Rodgers starting before he won his ship? How many? How many years was he in the league? No, that's the question. I don't know. You tell me. Three. Third year. So he won it in his third year or his fourth? I say third. Actually, his sixth year because he sat for two or three years. So he was damn near 30. (laughs) He won. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have... Patrick Mahomes didn't have Brett Favre in front of him. That's his fault? No, it's not. But what I'm saying is it's not the same, so don't try and compare that. That's a real Aaron Rodgers name of the world. Hey, man, can I finish my point? Can I finish my point? Can I finish my point? You're going to be the second version of somebody, and you done done it. Can I finish my point? You're the second version because you are the... I don't want to hear. It's just somebody just wants to bring Aaron Rodgers' name up in any conversation. Can I I finish my point? I can't finish my point. I'm sorry. Let me finish my point. So what I'm saying is Aaron Rodgers was the first to basically do what he does, right? Then you got Pat Mahomes who does. No, 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 stop. That's where you keep losing me at. He was the first one to do what who does. What does he do? He does a lot of intangible stuff, man. He was the first one. Basically, you can't sub when Aaron Rodgers is out there on the field. Can't do it. Can't do it. There's a lot of stuff that you cannot do when Aaron Rodgers is out there. You know what I'm saying? All right, so you can't sub when he's out there. What else? There's there's that, right? He brings that to the table. The hard count, basically, right? The free play. No, no. Listen, listen. You're not letting me finish. You're just going to throw that out there. 
No, no, no. Aaron Rodgers took advantage of the free play. He took advantage of the free play like no other. First one to do that. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The Hail Marys. All of that. The first one to throw a Hail Mary. The first one to complete them to make them basically where you got to respect it. When did Doug Flutie complete his Hail Mary? Huh? What year was that when Doug Flutie completed his Hail Mary? He completed one. How many has Aaron Rodgers completed? I don't know. What, three? I don't know. Exactly. What other quarterbacks has done that? I didn't know that was a stat, but we can look it up. Now, all the intangibles that he brings to the table, what I'm saying is he's he was freakish, right? Now you got Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Throwing on the run like the way he does do with the pinpoint accuracy. Who else did that? John Elway. John Elway could throw it on the run like like Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, he could. Hey, man. Can Brand- I have the log off button, dog? Where the log off button, dog? Absolutely. Where the log uh, off button? Randall Cunningham? I mean, he didn't uh, win. Cunningham? No, they, he was, they was as accurate as Aaron Rodgers on the run? No, he wasn't. John Elway, absolutely. Like he was Absolutely, John. Hey man, let me let me let me wrap this up, man, so we can get please, more. man. Please, let me wrap this up. Absolutely. So what I'm saying is, Pat Mahomes, no disrespect to him. He yeah, already did. No, he's a two He does what Rogers does, but he takes it to another level because nobody can do what he does with when it comes to all the intangible. You know what I'm saying? The arm strength. You know what I'm saying? The no look passes and all the stuff that he does. Bottom line is, you had to lock him up. You had to. But what I'm afraid of is like in New England, what Tom Brady did was he always made it clear, pay me, but make sure that you can pay everybody else. I'm willing to take a pay cut to do that. So New England always made sure that they could pay certain people to keep around and to make sure that they had a great nucleus. But so what I'm saying with Kansas City is we got to make sure that that didn't happen. This is, a ten, this is a 10-year contract, though. Yeah. And then you just said out of that $500 million, whatever the amount was, they're guaranteed is 100. A certain amount is guaranteed. Right. And that amount is, like, I'm not a salary cap expert, but that's going to be spread across a number of years. That's why I was asking. All right. said and done, his, his annual base salary is going to probably be right in line with other guys. But then he's probably got these heavy incentives, like, that are really heavy. And I don't know how that plays against the cap, but I think that they're a smart enough organization in Kansas City to understand that they still have to have money for other players. However, Patrick Mahomes, I think, has shown you that you don't have to have the best wide receivers or the best running back in the game for him. to. Now, they will keep Travis Kelsey. They'll keep him. But then they got a young running back they just drafted. And then they got Tyreek Hill. But really, he's showing you that he just need, he needs speed guys. He definitely need, I was just getting ready to say he's he alive in different type of ways. So you get him fast receiver, and Brady's never had like he said he had a pair of the guys, but they never had a bunch of offensive weapons that they paid a bunch of money to. No, no, but you still got him. But you still got you still got to you still got to pay a team is what I'm saying. So you you got to have some had, quality out there. I had some of the same concerns that you have, Frank. Like you know what, this is a lot of money. It seems like um, over a, a long period. Seems of time. like. Um, and how are they going to keep folks around them? But I think what's uniquely um, the, the, the structure of the deal, first of all, doesn't kick in for uh, two years, first of all. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, they've got two years to still make a run. He's off his rookie contract to make a run um, these next two years. And we've seen them give money to Travis Kelsey. Um, we've also saw them seen them lock up um, Chris Jones for $85 million, Tyreek. Um, 
Hill is under contract for uh, two more years at 18 million per. So he's got these guys locked up yeah. in a time frame so that they can make a run now. So now the, his contract kicks in and he's at $45 million. Well, currently the franchise tag, I think, is at $35 million. In a couple of years, it's probably going to be probably about 42, 41, 42 million. So now he's not going to be, he's going to be making it roughly over, you know, what the, um, what the, um, what that, that dollar amount is. But in a year or two later, so now we're talking about five years in, now his deal becomes slightly a deal, a bargain. Because, you know, you're going to expect, you know, he'll, him to be making top dollar until the end of his career. So after about four or five years, now his deal becomes the standard deal. You know what I'm saying? So they had to do it, man, because if they didn't do it, somebody else would have. So they have, and to your point, they need speedy receivers. They've got Mikael Hardiman. Yeah. Um, they have, um, um, like you said, the, the running back who's under contract, who's on his rookie deal. So they've got, they got, Sammy, they got Sammy Watkins over there. And his days of getting big money are, go are gone. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Team, this is team number four, I think. <laughs> he, needs to take, he needs to take a team-friendly deal if he wants to win. <laughs> yeah, team, this is team three. Team he's been injury-prone guy. Hey, he's, he's made a lot of money out here. He's, he's been fortunate on his contract. He's made a lot of money. Where he's no at, knock right? to Sammy's. No knock to Sammy. Hey, for all you young guys out here trying to, you know, learn how to get it, watch what Sammy did because Sammy got it. <laughs> <laughs> really? He definitely got it. Um, with that being said, man, can they be a dynasty? Can they run off two in the next three or four years? Um, you have you. I mean, with Mahomes, man, he's gonna keep them in the game. I mean, Andy Reid, great coach. So I think if you got those two pieces, as we saw with Belichick and Brady, that's the key ingredient to probably making a long run. Even with the Forty ers dynasty, you have Montana and um, dang, uh, Bill Walsh, right? So I think. They have the key ingredients to do that. So I'm not saying that they are, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's looking pretty good. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you got a guy over there in Baltimore, though, that may be one to interrupt some of that. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? He's coming along pretty well, and they are coming along pretty well. So I'm not going to sit there and say that they are. They have the ingredients, but, hey, man, but I like Baltimore. Sale, you, don't have to, you don't have to win them all. You know what I'm saying? No, if, you don't have to win them If you win all. three out of five, three out of six, you competitive the whole time. Absolutely, you, know, you. It's a dynasty. Yeah, they're gonna go, they're gonna be on the run, man. Like they're gonna, gonna they definitely gonna, gonna be. Look there. At the, this is gonna be like the old AFC days when Kansas City was good. You know what I mean? When when Denver was good, when Cleveland Browns, when you know when back Bernie Kosar, you know back those days, uh, <laughs> uh, running back Kevin Matt. You know, remember that because it was it was Denver and Cleveland was always battling. Right. And right. Kansas City would be in the mix. The Raiders would be in the mix. Right. Raiders might be back in the mix, too. You know what I mean? I don't want to sit there because Gruden's, Gruden's cooking up something over there in Las Vegas. Yeah. They had a very good draft. Yeah. And, you know, they Raiders, hey, you know, AFC is going to be good. That's what. That's why you will see football this year. You see how excited we are talking about? Because we know it's going to be football this year. Let's talk about Cam. Let's talk about Cam, man. We, You know, last time we spoke, we didn't know where Cam was going to go. He found his way to the possibly the best situation that he could have found himself to in. In New England with um, Belichick, uh, but he, it happened late in the off season. He didn't really get a chance to work out with um, the players. Uh, what do you think are his prospects for the season? Is he going to be the starter out of the gate? And does he make New England a uh, are they the favorite in the division? 
let, let, let me chime in on this because I, I, I remember saying on the show that I did not think that he would go to New England. I didn't I think he did. I said he walk would. Walking Brady's shoes, and I didn't think that he would want to go into that New England culture based on the type of guy he is in, in the, the very conservative city and some other things of Boston, right? So, um, but, but it says a lot about Cam and how hungry he is that he's willing to go and follow up from the GOAT and say, you know what? I, I don't mind coming behind you because I'm the truth and everybody forgets that I'm the truth. Everybody forget that I was in the Super Bowl a few years ago and my team wasn't that great. But mm -hmm. yeah, did he have the best Super Bowl appearance? No, nah, you know what I'm saying? But he was there. And there are a lot of people that, uh, there are a lot of all time, you know, great QBs or people we put up pencil that never went to the Super Bowl or also went and lost. He's still, I mean, he's not over the hill. He definitely looks like he's in shape. And Belichick, has something to prove as well. I think that he wants Cam there. He wants Cam to succeed because he can say, hey, look, it wasn't Brady, it's me. Cam's, I'm, I'm gonna make Cam Newton a, a Super Bowl winning quarterback too now. Watch me. And Cam is gonna embrace everything that Belichick tells him. And people, people around the league know that Cam is good, so I don't see the team not rallying around him just like they would if Tom Brady was there. And your last point was your best point. As far as Belichick having something to prove, I think a lot of people are not talking about that. You want to talk about somebody that eats, sleep, and shit football that don't care about nothing else? And you want to sit here and keep talking about Brady, dog, and you not talking about me? And you think this dude don't want it just as bad as Cam? Come on, bro. You got two people right now that want to win so bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I follow Cam on social media. Looks pretty impressive. Now, it's social media, so you only going to see highlights. Can't, can't really read into that a little bit, but I am Cam, reading into it a little bit. on the field before. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, but I am reading into it a little bit because of basically what I, what I know of Cam. So, honestly, what I'm saying is, yes, he doesn't have the greatest tools around him yet, right? So, there's, there's, some, there's some discussion to have about that, but Belichick, I think is going to have him ready. Josh McDaniels, I think he's got something to prove as well. So honestly, dude, and I was on record in saying, I think he's going to go to New England, right? I said New England or Chicago would be great fits for him. So with him being in New England, it says a lot. Like Clayton said, the GOAT leaving, this is going to put me in the limelight. I want everybody to see what I'm about to do. Watch you want me. all the smoke. Right, watch smoke. me. Watch me. You know what I'm saying? This nah, is nah, you I can't can, wait. I can't wait. <laughs> now you, you talked about his 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 limited his limited arsenal. Uh, we're talking about guys like um, Sanu. Julian Edelman's there. Edelman's there. Uh, I forgot about Edelman. Yeah, Edelman. And, 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 and Sanu is a is a is a proven yeah possession receiver. But go ahead. That's it. <laughs> oh, so all right, so that but no, that's Sony not Michelle. It. Sony Michelle. Now, but hold on, we're gonna jump back to the wide receivers because you forget New England drafted a wide receiver in the first round last year. Who said his name? I said his name. Moore, it looked pretty good. Shout out to Nikhil Harry, the Arizona yeah. Sun Devils. He looked good last year. 
he'll probably be the number one receiver in New England. Like Edelman is, is, you know, but Edelman's not a true number one. Nikhil Harry will be the number one receiver in New England this season. And then you'll have – there was another young guy they had that came up last year that was playing a little bit here and there that was showing some promise. I can't think of his name. But New England's going to have New England. But they're not going to be looking to pass the ball. And I said this a long time ago. They loaded up on running backs because they're about to be a run-heavy offense. And that's my problem. I agree with that. He's going to eat off the play-action pass. I agree with that. And, and you're going to probably see some read options. So, Belichick, hey, like, look up, son. We're going to run the ball, son. I'm interested to hear what you got to say about Sonny Michelle. I mean, let me hear it. Go ahead. Because I see you, you already had his name queued up. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Sonny, Sonny, yeah, Sonny Michelle is one of my favorite. Well, was one of my favorites. Okay. And, um, All right. All right. And um, the problem is that? that I don't know what happened, but it looks like his knee is, 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 is having some, some girly-like problems, and it might be a little bit more progressive than girly. So hmm. I'm, not, I'm not sold on him right now um, to have James White, to have Bolden. Um, maybe there's some type of breakout from Damian Harris of some sort, but – I don't know of anybody <laughs> who is really, really, you know, in the run game who really, really excites me. You know, maybe right now Sonny Michelle's on the PUP list. Um, I don't know if Brandon – I think Brandon Bolden's still there. Um, they have Damian Harris and they have James White. I, I just – I don't know. I don't know. Hey, man, listen. They Are they better it. than Buffalo? They're going to get it done. I was getting ready Absolutely. to say with that, Absolutely. With that, with that – I mean, first of all, let me address the one question you have, man, which I don't, I don't even understand. Why are they better than Buffalo? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, uh, absolutely. absolutely. Are they better than Buffalo? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not going to say absolutely, but go ahead. go ahead. Absolutely. First of all, they got Belichick and they got Cam Newton. That's enough. Who does Buffalo have? <laughs> what do you think that's enough? Who does Buffalo have? Come on. They have, they have Devin Singletary. They drafted Zach <laughs> Foss. They have uh, – I'll take Devin Singletary every, 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 every guy in that backfield right now. I would, too. Oh, you would take Devin Singletary over Sonny Michelle? No doubt about it. Oh, listen, listen, I'm, tell you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, see, now, I'm a, I'm a Sonny Michelle fan. I drafted him. Well, so when did, when did he get hurt? Did he get hurt in the offseason? I dropped him like week five. He, he just – he didn't have it. He didn't have it. He didn't have it. And he hasn't had it for like a year and a half now. He hasn't had what? Ability. <laughs> He's been hurt. He's been very, very hurt. I may blame it on the injuries. I mean, he hasn't had sacks. He hasn't. I mean, let's let's look him up. Let's look him up, man. Um, I don't, I don't tell me how much better they are than than, than, than Buffalo because you got to realize they got Stephon Diggs out there. They got Young Smoke out there. Yeah. They had a strong defense. Josh Allen. Who's Young Smoke? Huh? Who's Young Brown. Smoke? John, John Brown. John Brown. I'll take Diggs and Brown over every receiver on New England's team. I mean, hey, I can't, I can't say he's wrong. You would take. Who are you taking over? Who are you? Who are you? What, what receiver? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Julian Edelman is the best. Edelman. They got. I forgot about Edelman. I forgot about Edelman. Edelman is the best they got. But yeah, that I, I, I mean, I'll take. You sleeping it. on you sleeping on the kill Harry, but you are gonna see this season. Listen, man, listen. I've been watching. Kill Harry is gonna be nice. I've watched him and I've watched Bradley and you, but I've seen him. I said, and I like him. But he he barely got on the field last year. I don't know if he was hurt. So, like he, he had an ankle okay, injury. Okay, he missed okay. most of the season. He okay. got hurt in the preseason. Okay, but there was a young a gentleman, a younger a younger player. I'm sorry, not a younger player. A player that was less heralded than him, who kind of took his spot, so ran his spot early in camp. So okay. I gotta see more of him. So can I can I ask a question here? 
Carlton, are you saying that Buffalo is going to finish ahead of New England in that division? No, he's not about to say that. He's just talking. He's not, <laughs> he not about to say that. Are you going to say oh, that? Yeah. Come so on, man. We, we, we on record. We on record. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell That's what I'm saying. We're on record, and we got we got a month to go. It's, it's very close to me. It's very close yes to me. Yes or no, man. I, 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 listen, I have Buffalo winning prior to, to Cam getting there, and as of right now, I'm until I, I'm going to go with Buffalo. Okay, it's on record. Foolish. Give it okay. to me. I mean, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a month away. We can switch. You know, so we can change. Hey, you know, switching, dog. You, you said it. You said okay. It. All right. Said it. All right. Said it. I got, I'm going with New England. I like Buffalo. We know the rest of those teams, man, ain't really got nothing for them. So, you know what I'm saying? The Jets, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they the Jets. So, who else over there? Is Miami? Well, let, let's, 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 talk about, let's talk about the real deal, though. We've got Cam. We've got um, Tom Brady on new teams. I definitely feel like Tom Brady's team is much more complete than um than um than yeah. Cam's in New England. Yeah, which team goes farther? Which team does better in the regular season? Which team goes farther in the postseason? Because you guys clearly have um New England winning the division, so they make the postseason, correct? Yeah, they make the postseason. They make the postseason. I mean New England, of course. Yeah, with Brady, man, here's what I'm gonna say. It's some question marks. Some question marks. Number one, Father Time is undefeated. We know that. So he didn't look like how he's looked last year. He didn't. He looked pretty, a little bit above average, right? I'm not going to say average. Looked a little bit above average. So another year, new system, you know what I'm saying, that could play a factor. You got weapons, though. You got Mike Evans. You got O.J. Howard. You know what I'm saying? You got LaShawn McCoy is a, you know, trusty out of the backfield. Um now, when you say so, when you say he looked average, he, him himself. I said above. I said a little bit above. Come on now, make it say it. Make make say it right. A little bit above average. Of it. This Tom Brady we talking about. So I mean, it doesn't. All these words are disrespectful. <laughs> a little bit above, kind of, sorta, average. Okay. So honestly, you think Tom Brady looked like Tom Brady last season? I don't think. The receivers look like that. I, can, I can't name one receiver. He never had receivers, man, except Moss. He's had guys, man. Who? You might you might not have liked Who? them. You might, they might have had big names. He's had guys. Who? Man. Who? Besides Moss. Go ahead. He's had Edelman. He's had Amendola. He's had Wes Welker. Amendola? He's, he's made guys famous. Wes Welker. He had Troy. What's my man who played offense and defense? What's the guy? Troy something. Troy Brown? You Troy talking about Troy Brown? Yeah. What did he do when he left New England? I don't know. He won ships. What was Wes Welker? What was Wes Welker before he got to New England? Wes Welker was decent, but come West on, Walker man. Pro Bowls, man. What are you talking about, dude? Before he left, before he was at New England, in no, no, Miami. No, 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 no. no. I'm saying okay. wow. Wes Welker was getting catches in Miami now. No, he was. That's why I said he was decent in Miami. I said that. I gave him his credit, but I said he wasn't doing what he was doing in 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 uh. He was playing England. with Brady. So, but what I'm saying is. Honestly, you just said he didn't have no weapons. Now, you also made my point. He made those weapons. He didn't do that last year, right? Right? I mean, everybody's in. Who do, I mean, who do you have to work with? Who has he ever had to work with? I'm going to go I back to it. Them. I just named them. Exactly. Who, but you also you said he made the them. guys that he worked with last year that are the, the, of the similar ilk to those guys. You, but you, you just said. Guys. You named name the guys who, who were better than those guys. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, but see, Neil, did he just not say he's made he made those guys? Did he not just say that? You said that, so why couldn't he make another one? 
You know what I'm saying? Niggas saying they may hope. Okay, yeah, make another. Year. Yeah, one year. I, it, I'm yeah, saying, year. but he's 41. He knew he's screaming, he's screaming to kill Harry's name. But listen, he only had one. He can't make it one year. Dude, he's 40. What? 42? Did Edelman? Did Edelman? Did Edelman? What was Edelman doing before he came? Or he was Tom Brady already there when he Tom got Brady there? Was there. Tom so, Brady was there. So what do you think, Edelman? What What would he do outside of this system? Nothing. I guess we're gonna find out. Nothing. He wouldn't do anything. So, but was he immediately a dog when when, when he started playing with with Brady? Oh. Or did it take some time? It took a little time. Okay. So what are we talking about? We talking about Brady? We talking about one year? No. no. Dude, we talking about one year when he's 41 or 42 so, years old. So, 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 so to further your point, let me ask you this. When he goes to Tampa Bay, is he going to be still average? Are you looking at him as an average quarterback? I think, I think so. I think so. You know what I'm saying? I think with a new system, with him aging, I think he's going to be a little bit above average. I think he's going to look like how Brett Favre looked in Minnesota. Man, how we always got to have some type of grand, grand, green baby? Every time, man. Every can't help it, man. Can't help it. No, I said Minnesota. I said Minnesota. I said Minnesota. I didn't say shit about Green Bay. He gonna be Minnesota. Same thing. No, I said I said he's gonna look like how Brett Favre looked in Minnesota. Brett Favre looked. How far is he going in the playoffs, bro? The same where where Brett Favre went. They lost in the NFC Championship with Minnesota. He lost to the Saints. Oh, so 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 basically, he's gonna look bad, but they're gonna win a lot of games. I mean, Brett Favre didn't look that bad. He looked, you he just looked, said average. I mean, I mean, you know, average. Yeah, a little bit above average. That's what Brett Favre looked like. Okay, man. Now, at forty years uh, old. Here, here's a, here's a, here here is one of those situations where we can talk about later on in the in the season. But we have subjectivity because I don't. What is a little above average mean? Like, is that we? I need to quantify that. Like, what does that look like? Is that twenty touchdowns and twelve interceptions, or twelve and thirty five hundred yards, or or what? I, I think I, I think he may I think he's gonna probably throw thirty plus touchdowns. 30 if James can throw thirty plus touchdowns and, and thirty interceptions, I, I I really believe that Tom Brady can throw thirty plus touchdowns and probably have less than ten interceptions. Now I don't know where that ranks. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I feel like he's gonna be I'm gonna say above twenty five but less than thirty. What about twenty? How many interceptions? Oh, 20, he's going to throw twenty-seven touchdowns. I said anywhere in between there. He's going to be, he's going to be between twenty-five and thirty. And how many interceptions? Yeah, but if they, so, I say, I say, he's probably going to throw up before. Is that a great season for Tom Brady? Oh, wait a minute. You say he's going to throw twenty-five to thirty interceptions. I mean, touchdowns and less than ten interceptions. Yeah, he's going to throw seven interceptions. And he's going to be slightly above average. That's above average. That's slightly. You know what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Dude, Aaron Rodgers is gonna have better stats than that. Uh, he won't have a better record though. He might. He might. He might. I still would think Green Bay would beat them right now. Beat Tampa Bay? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it can happen in a game. But I don't think. I don't think so. Staying better than so. Tampa Bay. I mean, it can happen. I don't think so because unfortunately, Jameis was the difference maker, and it wasn't in a good way a lot of times. Well, now you get somebody who's 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 not going to turn the ball over with those receivers that they got, and they got and they got a very underrated defense. So you're just going to sleep on Green Bay? Give me Tampa over the over that in the in the battle of the Bays. So so Green Bay Green Bay secondary ain't shit, huh? 
They're not going to stop Mike Evans, uh, Chris Godwin, and uh, O.J. Howard. We we we'll, we'll I'll take that bet when it happens. Let's keep it moving, man. Let's keep it moving, man. It's been a strange off season. We got um all of the preseason games, man, kind of canceled. What do you guys think that's going to be the effect on the quality of football? What does that do for rookies? Um, what does that do for continuity of teams? I think that it's going. It, it it may have a similar effect as the bubble did with the NBA. You know, because realistically, the preseason, man, nobody. Nobody really even watched the preseason. We get you get hyped on it like, man, football about to start like that. Yes, preseason starts tonight. You watch the first 15, 20 minutes, you be like, all right, man, this is trash. You know what I'm <laughs> like, Then it's like you flip to the next game. And definitely like you're not watching after the first quarter because it's a the first game is just bad football, period. You know what I mean? Then the second game, you get a little bit, and then it's like, okay, the third game, they give you a little real taste because you get the starters that go probably some depending on the team. Might go over to the third quarter, you know what I mean? Right, so you right. good football. And then you still don't get all the starters out there all that time. You might just get the whole O line and maybe the, you know, bits and pieces of it. So you don't really get any real football until the regular season starts. Now you get to see some of these young guys out there, maybe who's up and coming, guys that you remember from college, like, oh, okay, he over there, he on that team. Well, they picked him up. So you know that that's the most exciting part about preseason. But the quality of football in, in preseason sucks now it it, it 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 does stink because you know that's what you find a lot of times you know you're victor cruises you know ball out in the preseason all of a sudden you know so you're gonna miss that aspect of it and who's the next and upcoming guy that's gonna make the roster and be an impact player but that's what they do that's why they have practice son you, you ain't gonna have a preseason so you better knock somebody's head off in practice so you better make some phenomenal plays at practice because that's where you're gonna get a chance to shine at and it's unfortunate, but I'm ready for the regular season, man. You can miss me with all that. It's almost it's hey. all time. I don't need a preseason. Man. Like it, like it or not, you're going to have a preseason. You know what I'm saying? It's I know, but you still talking about it's going to be during the regular season. <laughs> First three or four games are going to be preseason. <laughs> yeah, that's my point. Like it or but not, but see, hold on, hold on, but you're not going to have like those second, third string, fourth string guys trying to make the team. Out. No, you can't have that in the NFL because. I agree. You, of time to, to figure out like that. You only have 16 games in the NFL. If you lose, if you lose five games, you, you I think, I, I think here's, here's my point, man. Let me make two points here. And then, Carl, I'll turn it over to you. Number one is you're going to have a preseason, like it or not, because in the preseason, timing, all of that, you're playing against other competition, all of that stuff, you're getting your body tuned up, taking hits, all of that live, live action. You can't simulate that in practice, right? So you're going to have it. So the first four or five games takes guys to get a groove into it. I mean, to get into the groove. And the reason why I can tell you that, and you know this better than anybody, because both of y'all play fantasy, go look at a dude that misses preseason, all the preseason that holds out, and then comes in and starts playing in the regular season. He don't look the same. Hold on, no. Nope. And, and, see that, and that's where you're wrong at. Huh? You said holding out. So when a guy holds out, he's not even practicing. Mm-hmm. He's not even practicing. So that's the difference. If I'm holding out, I'm not with my they team. at home. Training. I might be still doing my thing, but I'm not in football shape. Right. I'm at practice with my guys, and we're going hard. We're scrimmaging. Because I can still scrimmage, get a good scrimmage. Yeah, maybe it's not live action. But the fact that we're not going to have a preseason, guess what that means? That means we're going to have some harder practices because we need to be ready week one because we don't have time to wait till week five before Ooh. we 
it's our groove. You could be two and three by then, and damn near out of the playoffs, and you're not even halfway through the season already. They don't even hit in practice. You know what I'm saying? They don't even hit in practice. So what I'm saying is you're going to have a preseason. So you don't think they're going to be hitting in practice with no preseason games? They're not. They're scared of the injury. I think, I think it's the impossible. I think that um, there's definitely going to be some limit to to the to the con to the contact. They gonna hit like the game. When you look at the whole when you look at the whole off season, everything has been thrown off. The whole OTAs, the whole the rookie mini camps and things of that sort. All those things have been thrown off. So a lot of guys are not going to be in their normal football shape. No way, shape, and how. So to me, that's where I see some of these backup guys. I mean, it's not going to be the 70, 80 guys. I'm still, still going to be the normal um, from rosters, from what I understand. There'll be some injuries. But it's going to be some crazy. guys like, like, like Tony Pollard, for instance. I can see him the first three or four games averaging eight to 12 carries. I don't, I don't see Zeke coming out there getting, especially you knowing and talking about Zeke, we're talking about someone who had COVID. This you know what I mean? Football, though. Hey, this is football. And you, you're going to be hitting. You can't come. Yeah. You can't go into the NFL season. You talking about you ain't been hitting at practice? You haven't been hitting like you've been no hitting in the game? You, you haven't been hitting like you've been hitting. You definitely got some injuries in. Don't, don't have no contact in practice and go hey, straight to the NFL hey, Nobody's saying that they're not going to hit a little bit. They're not going to hit how they've been hitting in the games, though. It's not going to be game action in practice. No, sir. I think, you I have think to have that at some point in time. That, with no preseason. Of that action. No preseason. I think all that action happens in practice. I think when, have we're, to. When, we're, when we're sitting up watching Hard Knocks, I'm about we to look at a lot of that type of action. I think we're going to see it to some degree, but already, because we're talking about it's, it's August the 13th. You know what I'm saying? Already, you know, we've seen a reduction. We've seen a reduction in, 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 in just in everything, in meeting times and, and times they're going to hit. And if you're trying to keep guys healthy, you're going to limit some of, time, some of their, their contact. I mean, it's just natural to me. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I'm, that's that's what I'm trying to tell him. I can see those first couple of games, a couple of guys, you know, getting a lot of run. Now, for a team like Detroit, where, you know, it's a carry-on Johnson, uh, DeAndre Swift-type situation, you could probably split those down the middle, and it's good to see, you know, one of those guys emerge anyway. But hey, if hey. you're expecting uh, – uh, if you're uh, – speaking from a fantasy, pers fantasy perspective, if you got a, a – a, um, a, a CMC or, or or a Saquon, and you're thinking that Jesus will come out the gate and touch the ball 30 times. You you I mean, those are, guys aren't touching the ball 30 times in the in the regular well, season. Those guys are. Those guys are. CMC uh, uh, CMC McCaffrey is getting 30 touches, man. And, and, and Zeke, those guys are. Yeah, I mean, but the, the bottom line is this: you talk, you can't compare an NBA season of 80 something games or even this bubble. Of however many preseason games they play, they ain't go to the playoffs. Who's trying to do that? Well, I'm not. We're not. We're not I'm, I'm, I'm right, who's trying to do that? A sixty game because I'm saying y'all saying that you're going, you're not, you're going to see four or five games before they get to it. Four or yeah. five games can put you out of the playoffs if you. You're right. You're right. And what I'm saying is, like it or not, there is no time for that. Listen, you don't have no preseason. I ain't saying that they ain't gonna come out and here and try to bust their ass and, and play hard, but. Your body is your body. You can't force it. And to that's why I'm telling you, the practices are going to have to be harder at a certain right. point. You can't, you can't jump right. You can't use the first four or five weeks of the actual season as time to get prepared. They're not going to do that. The season could be over with. Over. I agree with you. I agree. You actually act like I'm disagreeing with you. What I'm saying is, like it or not, you're going to have a preseason. 
the way that it's going to look. It won't be no four or five games. I can tell you that right now. It's going to yeah. be at least three. Maybe for some teams, but it ain't going to take no championship caliber teams no four or five weeks to get ready. Wait, what are you saying? We won't see sloppy football for four or five games? We won't That's see. what I'm telling them. That's what I'm trying some to tell you. Some teams you might see four sloppy football for 10 weeks, but the team that you expect to see be out there balling, maybe they have, maybe week one will be a little weird, maybe week two. But after that, week three, the, 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 the cream is going to rise to the top. and it's so going to have a preseason, like I said. So you're going to have a preseason, like I said. Now, I ain't going to say no preseason because you, you're still not going to be seeing those bums. You're not going to see people trying to make the team out there because those teams are going to still be trying to win the game, unlike preseason was like you're trying to look at stuff. Well, no, no, no. I, I, I think – that stuff in the regular season. You're going to be out there with your, with, your, with your scheme, your game plan, trying to win that game with, with the best possible team that you can have on the field at a given point in time. You're not just – Oh, well, let's see if this works. Let's see what this guy looks like. It ain't going to be none of that. So I, think I, don't, I, don't, my point. I don't think there'll be a bunch right. of experimentation. Right, I think you're missing my point. But I do think that, you know, in the first three weeks, three or four weeks, this guy's going to probably get 75 to 80% of his reps. And from week five through That doesn't mean it's going to be bad football, though. It's going to no, be bad football. It doesn't, it doesn't but they're, you got to realize they're trying, to pull on. they're trying to keep him healthy. It's going to be bad. Yeah, you know it's going to be bad football. And, and, and I mean, I'm, I just think it's going to be a little bit of sloppiness because they're they, they're not going to have the hitting that they, I don't think they're going to hit as much as they've hit in the past. Dude, so 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 let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. So you're not hitting that practice. There's no preseason. No joint. No joint practices. Hold on, hold on, hold on, because this is what y'all said. There's no preseason. You're going to be limited at practice. You're going to be limited your first few games. So when are you actually going to get in football shape? Week four, five, right. six. Right. And you're not in a preseason. And you're not playing. You're limited touches during the game. So when do you get in shape? About week four, week five, weeks right around that from, time. From doing what? From playing games. From from from, from doing nothing because With limited touches and no preseason and no contact at practice. When? When are you? When? During the games. That's your, I told you, you're going to see a preseason. Yeah. You just ain't going to see them bums out there. I agree. But you're going to see a preseason, buddy. Trust I agree. me. You're going to see I one. Agree. You just ain't going to see the rookie. It's going to be some time. You're going to be looking hey. at that screen like, why is this guy in the game right now? Now, listen, here's what I will say. He's over here taking a breather, now, man. The one point I think that we didn't make, and I think that we need to, we need to touch on is, yes, this does hurt some of the rookies that are trying to make the team. You know what I'm saying? Because, obviously, some people are practice players. Others are gamers, right? They don't really show a lot in practice, but in the game time, they show up. You yeah, know what I'm right. saying? We've all coached football. We got players like that. This dude, man, he don't really, he don't have it in practice, but when them lights come on, he ready. So that aspect is going to play a part, man. So it's going to be unfortunate for a lot of rookies that are trying to make the team on the bubble, so to speak, that they're not going to get a chance to prove what they really can do. And I think we're already starting to see a little bit of the effects because they, um, a lot of teams have already cut their roster down to 80 folks. Generally, it'll probably be another week or two before they'll make that cut down to 80. But they're trimming early, trying to streamline things and and and, and get there and, and keep as, as many folks that they don't need out of the building. You know what I mean? So um, I think it's, it's definitely going to be different. And I think a lot of rookies are going to have a hard time initially getting on the field. I think they're going to need some time to kind of get used to the speed of the game, to 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 the the physicality of the game. Um, we're talking about like running backs and things. They're going to have to be able to pick up blitzes and be in playing pass pro. 
Um, and some of that stuff, you're going to need some, some live reps. And not to say they're not going to get any in, not to say they're not going to get any in um, practice, but I just, I can see them a couple of games in being sloppy with it. Me too. Man, you, hey, hey, teams is trying to win. They going to turn up at practice. You they know. are trying to win, though. They are trying to win. And let's not, and let's not forget, though, this year they, they have the, um, the additional, um, the additional wild card spot. So now not, uh, seven teams make the playoffs. Your team could possibly get in there with the eight and eight, nine and seven record. Go Lions. Yeah, man, that's, that's, that's all y'all was waiting for, man. That's all y'all was waiting for. Let's keep it moving, though, man. Let's talk about you, Lions fan. You, Lions fan. Football, football is 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 on the horizon, man. We've seen the success of boxing in the bubble. We've seen the success of um. We talked about the success of the NBA in the bubble. Can the NFL actually pull this off with no type of bubble situation, man? I think I think they can, man, and. Sort of. Here's what I say. The problem with the NFL, man, is this. And I, I've had conversations with both of y'all, so y'all kind of know how I feel. They did not take advantage of the biggest thing that they had on their side, which was time. Right? They followed the Trump orders of this is all going to blow over. We good. It's going to pass. And at, by the time the season starts, we going to be back to normal. It's far from that. <clears throat> right? So now, getting to down to where we are. Can it happen? I think it can. You look at Major League Baseball, I think they're going to probably mimic a lot of what Major League Baseball is doing as far as traveling to the empty stadiums, um, playing with, you know, the cardboard fans and all that in the background. I don't even know if the NFL is going to do that part, but I think they can. I think the problem that I foresee and that I think may come back to haunt them is we've heard no plan on what happens if one of these players tests positive because – you know, I know, see, Neil, I'm not going to steal your thunder. I know what you were saying about it. But at the end of the day, if one player tests positive, you know what I'm saying, and he's not taken care of and quarantined and all of that, that affects the whole team, right? So let's just say four players test positive. You know what I'm saying? Like, how are you going to continue your season with four players that test positive? Because like it or not, there's going to be some cases. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be some cases here. So now what is the plan? We've heard nothing. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, as far as what the plan is moving forward, if somebody tests positive or a group of players test positive, that's what happened with college football. We had multiple people on teams testing positive. There was no plan of action. Shut it down. So I, I, I think that's where it's going to be a problem. You done? Yeah. Hey. I mean, there'll be some cases, um, but, but, but the thing about it is, is that the NFL is banking on, and I don't, I, and I don't know this to be fact that these are these are the, the the most conditioned athletes in the world. So everybody's going to be asymptomatic, is what they're banking on. So they're banking on, they're banking on a, a herd immunity. So one person goes down, now what? I mean, but I mean, but you can't. I mean, because you got to think about it. it's unfair to say that because you got you got so many more people on the team. But here's the thing, though. You know, they're, you're going to get a couple cases here and there, you know what I'm saying? And they're going to let you know how they're going to handle it and what's done and how they jumped on this ahead of time. They're already prepared for everything that you're talking about. And they have a story. I don't want to say a story, but they already have the answers to the things that haven't happened yet. And they already have the answers to the things that haven't happened yet. 
like I said, they're probably the, the, the most powerful of the major sports. So, you don't, which you don't think that they have a plan? They have a plan. I mean, these are billionaires. So, not saying that the major league baseball players are, understanding, but the NFL is the NFL. Super Bowl, the most highly watched sporting event in the world, is going to go on. I mean, there's a Super Bowl Sunday. It's a holiday. They're going to, like, Christmas is coming. Super Bowl Sunday is coming. It's the same. It's, it's the same thing. I'm not, you know, I'm going to give religious say, but hey. It's, so I got your point, bro. I got your point. It's, it's right there. So you're going to be a case, and they're going to tell you how they handle it and how they were able to trace this player's steps. They knew exactly where he was at and who he may have came in contact with. They've already contacted these people. They made them go check out. and It's already, it's already mapped out. It's already mapped out. They're going to know people went. They might have some kind of tracking devices on people to tell you where you can and can't go or we need to know where you're going so if you go somewhere, we need to know you was here, you was there, who's positive, who's not positive. Same way they do, NFL does more research and background checks on their players than anybody. They know your cousin who you used to hang out with, your best friends at school, what type of food you like, everything. They don't know where you're going and maybe they're not disclosing all the information to us. But they gonna have a plan, and the season will go straight through sixteen games, playoffs, Super Bowl. They gonna wonder how it happened, but it's gonna happen. Wow. Well, let's 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 talk about Major League Baseball a little bit because they've had some outbreaks um, of COVID, and they're not in what we would call a bubble situation. Um, do you think the NFL can survive if they have the same amount of outbreaks? that they've had in Major League Baseball? I mean, I think, I think they could. I'm sorry, not survive, but the, for the season. No, I, I, think, I think they could, man. The, the, the thing that separates Major League Baseball a little bit than any other sport is you can actually play it while, while social distancing and do it. Yeah. <clears throat> Football is impossible, right? It's impossible. So, like, even in the dugout, players can be separated to the point where in the locker room, like, all of that. It's not that many players as it is with, what, 110 people on the doggone football roster, whatever it is. I don't know. 53, obviously. But um, just when you talk about practice players and all of that, you bring in, I think it's like 100 and something. But it's impossible. So it's a little bit different. But to answer your question, it depends on how many cases we're talking about. If there's an outbreak of like five or six players, you know what I'm saying, those players are key. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Let's talk about let's 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 look at the Marlins. Like, you know, I mean, I, 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 we can talk about playing on the field and social distance and whatever, but something went wrong. <laughs> something went wrong. We're talking about like twenty-seven folks. Yeah. Games have had to games have had to be postponed. And Cincinnati Reds. I don't know exactly what happened with them, but you know, some games have had to be postponed. Now we're talking baseball. We're talking about three or four game series. You know, I've I've heard talks about. Um, possible double headers to make up these games and things of that sort. NFL, we don't quite have that type of time. That's and that's and, that's and, and if if like the Marlins, it seems like their whole um, clubhouse, if you will, was kind of had to be quarantined or exposed. Mm. Now that's what 20, 30 players. Mm. What happens if something happens in the in the locker room with fifty or sixty players and with twenty or thirty support staff? See, that's my point, man. I don't. I don't know what their plan is because you have to plan for that. You have to say, 
what is the worst case, worst thing that can happen? 20 players get it, right? What do we do? They're not banking on that, and they're not planning for that, and that's the problem. I hope they're planning for it. I hope they're planning for it. It's the whole problem that they did back in March. They thought this was going to be over. They didn't assume for the – they didn't plan for the worst, and here we are. You know what I'm saying? Same thing. I hope, with I hope they weren't arrogant and just overlooked everything because, like you said, they did have the most time um, to work on this, and they are a, they a huge conglomerate. I'm sure they had probably the most money. Yeah. And to see what the NFL – I'm sorry, the NBA has been able to do, and if they come up second, second rate, it's going to be a huge failure. I mean, to see Neil's point, man, I cannot see how they're, they're going to not allow or have put football on. Like, no matter what the, the thing is, no matter if it's kneeling, no matter what it is, they're not going to let you stop their product from being put out there and being put on Sundays and that Super Bowl from happening. I, I agree with C. Neal on that. So no matter what the case is, I don't care if, if, th- if two or three people die, bro, I feel like they still going to try and figure out a way to get them on that. Not if two or three people die. I mean, I'm just being honest. Like, I hate to say it, man, but they are kind of like, it's almost like with these people at Ford, man, like the plant, right? No matter what it is, the line is going to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't care what happens. Pull this dude off the line. He's sick. Get him off the line. Get somebody else in there and let's go. Like, that's the bottom line. I feel like the NFL is like that. They don't really care too much, the owners, about their players like that. When you got, like, the Mark Cubans and everybody else that has a little bit more caring, man, and they're a little bit more, you know, I guess, approachable when it comes to that, to their players. The NFL, man, it's all about the dollar bill. Get this dude yeah. out of here. He's sick. Get him out of here. Let's get somebody else in here, man. Let's I hope not, man. I hope not. Don't do him like that, man. Hey, I'm just being honest, man. So what? So do I think they should play? Honestly, I, th- I think they should try it. But if some cases break out, man, I think they should shut it down. Will they're they do that? Shut it down, man. Some cases I, are going to break out, and they're not going to shut it down. I agree with you. I'm not saying that they are. But – I just feel like if it's no plan and you got 20 cases that broke out, man, I don't see how you can continue. Thing about it is, they we we don't we don't we don't think that they have a plan. We don't know that they we don't know what their plan is. But just because we don't know their plan doesn't mean it. I mean it's not one. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They Trump. <laughs> and their plan may not be what you like, but their plan is their plan, and they got one. Believe me, don't think that the NFL does not have a plan for. What you talking about? Hey man, listen, college football, they said they had a plan too, huh? So That's a different animal though. Kyle, you first of all, you're talking about students, you're talking about kids, you're talking about some everybody don't have the resources. There's probably a handful. We had this conversation. Yeah, you you the Michigan element, but that thing about it, you're talking about kids, so now you bring in morale things and like you know, humanity. It's like, oh, these are kids. First of all, you're not paying them. Amateurs. Throw them on the field, Amateurs. all this is going on. Like, no, that's not about to happen. If they were getting paid. They be on the field. So I'm, I'm glad you guys transitioned right to, to, to college, man, because we, we, we're talking about, you know, the Big Ten and the Pac-10 postponing their seasons. Um, we're going to talk about the impact of that. But as it stands right now, the Big 12 is still preparing to play. Um, the ACC is still preparing, preparing to play. Um, the SEC is still preparing to play. What do you think those guys or those conferences either don't see just won't see what is driving them to keep this ball really, really pushing to play besides, I mean, I mean, or if it's just money or it's just money, just, just put it all on the line. Is it, is it strictly money at this point or they just strictly don't see the it's, need to slow down? 
No, it's the same thing that that we're seeing with America, bro. Like we are seeing right now as a nation how selfish and bratty we are. You know what I mean? Like we think because we don't want to wear a mask, we shouldn't have to, or we don't want to sit home, so we shouldn't have to. But what we're not taking into effect, or you know, taking into a account, or what we're not accounting for, is the fact that it's not about you. It's about everybody else. It's about when you come home. You know what I'm saying? To see your grandparents or whatever the case may be, and your parents, your mom, your dad, or whoever your significant other is, or whatever people with these um, underlying health conditions, it's about them too. So this is one time where it's about everybody all at once. You can't avoid it, no matter who you are. So I feel like when you just say, I just want to play, you know what I'm saying? I want to play football. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, we're going to be running around anyway, so let us play. You know what I'm saying? It just tells you. Right then and there, man, the selfishness of it. Like, they're not going to follow the rules anyway. They're not going to wear a mask. They're not going to social distance. So they're like, well, just, you might as well let us play because we're not going to follow your rules. That's basically what Trevor Lawrence said. So yeah. I think it's about selfishness, man. They're not going to get paid one way or another. They might get paid from the boosters, but, you know, it is what it is, man. I just think it's just, as a nation, man, we just showing how selfish and bratty we are when it, when it comes to this. So um, with that being said, um, we haven't heard, talk about we don't know a plan. We haven't heard the plan of action for these athletes um, who are going to sit out this year with their, um, with their, with their, if- Why'd you brought that up? Well, the, the ones who are stars, the ones who are, who are proven players, the Trevor Lawrence's, the Justin Fields of the world, mm-hmm. you know, they'll be okay. They can go to the league. They can sit out the year. They'll go to the league. They'll be okay. They got film. People want them, whatever. Yep. But what about the ones who, you know, just wanted to play their fourth year or their fifth year or they wanted to get more film? This is their first year possibly starting. Um, will their eligibility and scholarships be extended? How would that affect next year's scholarship count? I think like, there's a lot of questions that we didn't really, really get answered here. Um and if there is, the alternative is supposed to be spring football. Um, if the, if everything, the setting is still the same, can we play spring football? I mean, I'm glad you brought that up, man. A couple of points and I'll let, I'll pass, I'll pass the mic. Uh, number one, I think Joe Burrow said it best and really put it in perspective. Like if this would have happened a year ago, he even said it. He's the number one pick, but he would be looking for a job right now. You know what I'm saying? So think about the season, the type of season that he had, you know, a breakout season. So there are players. Even he that, knew he wasn't nothing two years ago. Hey, no. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Now, he knew it. He knew it. That's why he went down there. But what I'm saying is he he got a chance to prove what he already knew. Right. You know what I'm saying? He got a chance to show you. But anyway, but getting off of that, there's other players that are out there that are like that. Mm-hmm. So I think – yeah, potentially, man. Yeah, it, it hurts, dude. Like, it, it hurts the chances of that being a possibility. There's other seniors and all of that type of stuff, man, where they may not get to touch the field again, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, when you think about it, bro, it almost brings you to tears because it's sad. You know what I'm saying? It's like, this is really a crushing blow. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then for those other conferences that want to play, you know what I'm saying? You got the MAC and all of that stuff not playing. Bowl season's going to be all messed up. Schedule's going to be all messed up. Like, there's no way that a couple of teams can – or a couple of conferences can play and everybody else doesn't. It's just – it's not going to be right. It's over you know with. So, it's over with. Yeah. So, bottom line, man, is you got to pack it in. And, I mean, it sucks, but 
what they should do is, yeah, they should give them another year of eligibility, bro. They should. Because if they don't, then, yeah, man, you just you just kill the kid's dream, man, some of them. So I, I, I wanna, I'm going I'm to I'm 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 try to be brief. And I had this conversation actually with my brother-in-law on uh, – actually, it wasn't my brother-in-law. It was actually uh, – Older cat, Deion, shout out to Deion Johnson, man. Detroit King, go blue. You know, we was kicking about football this past Sunday. Excuse me. Talking about this very thing. And it's like, are you going to give guys another year? And uh, unfortunately, you can't just give the seniors another year because it's a trickle-down effect. You almost have to reclassify everybody that's in college right now and damn near everybody that's in high school that play the sport because it flows down. So you give this guy an extra year. Now I'm a junior. Damn, it's supposed to be my season to shine. So then what? Now this guy who was supposed to graduate, he's coming back when I'm supposed to be on the field. Then the sophomore, like, well, damn, they come up and then it's so on and so forth. So it's a it's a it's a ripple effect at that point in time. So it's like, what do you do? You you have to think about, okay, from this period to this period, any student athlete is gonna get an additional year of eligibility from starting from age, whatever, to here. I don't know what, what it is because that's how far of an effect it has at that point in time. You can't just think about the seniors right now because it's just, it's, it's, it's just as impactful on the freshmen right now, the sophomores right now, and the juniors right now. And, right. The, and the seniors in high school. And then the juniors in high school. It, it, it affects all of those things. So you have to give almost everybody a, an extra year of eligibility just because it puts everyone back. It doesn't just put one class back, it puts each one of those classes back. But then, on the flip side to that, you're going to see a lot of people benefit from this additional time off and an extra year that become better players that may not have been these guys without that additional time. Just similar to like what you've seen in the bubble with the NBA when guys are off five months and it's like they come back, now they're just focused because all they've been doing is this, that, and they were maybe injured, now they were able to work and just focus on this, get healthy, get stronger, get faster, study the game more, and you can see a better quality of player and see some different players that you may not have seen flourish just because of the circumstance. So it's, it's, it's bad on one side, but there could be some good to come out of it, but it just has to be looked at not just on the, well, this particular 2020 class or 2021 seniors, you got to look for much further down the line and see how it's going to affect the class of 2027, 2028. So with that being said, if we do have spring ball, let's say the elite players, players who I probably who would say that they probably believe themselves to be first, second, maybe third round picks, go off in January, decide that they're not going to play spring ball, they get ready. They start getting ready for the draft. Is that a good look? That actually spring ball is now actually competitive to a degree, and you can actually see some, you know, see some development against some live competition. Um, would you guys be interested in, you know, spring football? Because I hear Absolutely. a lot of people, all the stars. I want to jump in early, or, because that means you're going to get football for, from all year, all year, all year. All the way through May, yeah. All football, and then you go to and then basketball. You go, you gonna get, you gonna, and then football. They talking about football start back up in you know October or something. So really, 
you're going to get all football, 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 football. I mean, you, there's going to be no downtime. Eventually, it's got to correct itself, but you're going to get a lot of football. And then, you know, that, you know, once football season, you get sad after it's like, oh, man, you know, after the bowl games in January, it's like, okay, you still got the playoffs. Then after the Super Bowl, it's like, man, it's about to be six months or nothing. Now you ain't, you're not going to have that long period of time without any football. But I am upset about it. I said this earlier, and I don't want to jump on the topic, that when are you going to have March Madness again? So, no, um, I, think, I think March Madness is coming back this year. I think, uh, I think, I think, I think, I think. College, college basketball is canceled? All sports. They, they well, well, well I, will sport, this. I will say this. Great, great point, Irv. Um, when you say when when you say fall sports, I thought basketball as well. But up until this point, the Pac-12 is the only conference who has um, said basketball is. I think they consider basketball a, a winter sport because it starts in November, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So the Pac-12 has been the only conference so far that has said that yeah, the fall sports are off and basketball. So what makes college basketball different than college football? Um, I don't know. I'm just thinking that they could possibly, because of the the, uh, the number of folks, they can shorten the season. They're, they're gonna they can possibly look into some bubble situations. I think with the, with the success of the NBA and and the, and even the TBT, if you will, they, they are looking at options to possibly bubble it up. So how do you have college? How do you have March Madness? College athletes in the spring and spring football season is going on. Well, here, here's what I'm gonna tell you. I don't know, but I, I'm gonna tell you like this though. As a as a sports fan, I'm starved for sports right now. And you know, if you've got as a sports fan, I understand that. But from a logistics standpoint, from a resources standpoint, if if NBA marriage madness conference going on, and you know you got you know North Carolina playing, but then you've also got the football team playing on the exact same day, and it's and it's like it, it, I, we've never seen that before. Just say I don't know if college sports can handle. It's a, it's a lot of stuff that we haven't seen, but but I will say this though: um, who knows? Who knows? And, and if there's no fans involved at these games, then I think everything's on the table. Here's what I say, man. It, it, and honestly, I think when you talk about spring football, I don't think football can start any later than February first. It will have to start realistically in January. Started in February, you got two months: February, March. After that, you had your little playoff in April, whatever you're going to do. Then you're done. So now you got April, May, June, July. Then you come back in August. March Madness potentially could – they could start the college basketball season right around, you know, March. Right around that time, have March Madness where you're beginning the college basketball season in March. It can end around June, July, whatever, and then you can start back up again you know what I'm saying, in your regular time in November. I think that's how you have to do it if you're going, if you're going to actually do it because you bring up a good point. So in, your, in your model, you're saying that, that, that basketball wouldn't start in November or whatever and wouldn't be basically peaking in March. It's actually starting in March. I think if you're going to have spring, I mean, to, Clay, to, to kind of, you know, take into account what Clayton is saying, he's right. I mean, it's a lot to try and do football and basketball, college athletes, and then you're talking about a bubble. I mean, how are you going to bubble college athletes? I mean, student athletes for number one. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Like, that's that's a rough task to do. They still got to study, all of that type of stuff. Yeah, you can't do it. So, what I, I'm saying I, I is... I don't know if you can't do it. And I don't, you know, to me, 
any in any scenario, we, we're about to have grown folks. You're well, not paying. You're not paying these kids, right? Paying <laughs> these kids, right. for three or four months because you need to make this money, right? What it is at the end of the day, y'all are in basically y'all gonna be in jail for three four months, right? Make billions of dollars and not give y'all the dime. No social life, none of that. Come on, you just you can't take away their. It's not gonna happen. Forget them. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. You're not gonna bubble them up. So. So what I'm saying is without that bubble, it makes it hard to, to you know, logistically pull off both sports in the same season. And then Urban Meyer and Reese Davis both said, dude, there's no way you need to be trying to play football, two football seasons in one calendar year. That would, that would be a disaster is what they're both saying. You know what I'm saying? Um, Urban Meyer particular. Well, I, think, I think we're gonna have to do something different. This is, gonna, this is, this is unprecedented. We're gonna have to do something different. And I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Like, I don't see, I don't see, no, I don't see us playing a, a, a 22 or 23 game schedule. I mean, two, two full schedules. I don't, I don't see that in one calendar year. But if you play spring ball and play maybe five, six, seven games, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I don't see a full season. I don't see a playoff, any of that stuff going on. Just cancel it. Get some guys on the field. Oh, well, 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 I'm, I'm, I mean, if, 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 if they can, if they can, you know what I'm saying? I can see that though. You got a hundred folks on these teams, man. It's not like we're gonna be seeing the star players for twenty straight weeks. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's some of these guys gonna graduate. It's a, wrap. it's a great time to get some of these guys' experience. I'm hearing a lot of folks with well, the quality of ball won't be the same. The stars won't be there. Well, you know, just like you said, Joe Bur Joe, Bur Joe Burrow was somebody before he was Joe Burrow. You, you could definitely do. You could definitely do two college football seasons one year. Just yeah. like the fact that these players are a lot younger. And you got you got a hundred of them. people on the team <laughs> on the college football team than you do on the NFL team. Yeah, you yeah. got a hundred of them. To their point, man, I think it's pretty selfish for us to try and try and squeeze all of that in. I think no, but I think oh, you oh. have to squeeze to Carlton's point. I think you're gonna have to do something different in order to get it back on normal schedule at some point in time. Yeah, I'm, I'm not for them being out there either, but you know. Um, if you're gonna if you're gonna do it though, it's, it's gonna be something different. It's gonna be something different. One last point on this. I want to play devil's advocate a little bit. What if the Pac? I'm sorry, uh, the SEC, the Big Twelve, and the ACC go through um, with their plans of playing, get through a ten game season, and the Pac ten, the Pac twelve. I'm sorry, and the Big Ten are sitting here looking stupid. <laughs> well, not looking stupid. I won't say looking stupid, but don't play a season. Will there be some some pushback? No, because we talking about what sport though? We're not participating. Talking about football? No, I don't mm -hmm. think so. Because I mean, they took the best interest of their players. Because look, man, bottom line is, one player, you know, what I'm saying, goes down, dude. Do you want that on your watch? You know, what I'm saying, like, all these players got to go home to families. These are kids. Like, mm -hmm. like you said, like it's a morale standpoint that's in there. Like a morale point is in there. These are kids. You know what I'm saying? You're not paying them. So bottom line, man, they're students first. You know what I'm saying? We need to talk about school first before we start talking about athletics. Like how are they going to go to school? Like we need to logistically do that. So if one team, you know, all of these southern states, like Stephen A. Smith brought this point up, like all these southern states that follow Trump are the ones that's pushing for the football. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so the ones that they, he's like those are those are the ones that's pushing for it. They don't care 
nothing about nobody but themselves. We know that. So they're not following the mask, the social distancing, none of that. So what I'm saying is if they go through their season and they make it through, you rolled the dice, man, and you happen to hit. But it was a big-ass risk. Because the thing about it is, but to your point, though, if the, these football players, the fact that they're students, we're forgetting that they're not just going to be just around these other football players. Right. 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 I gotta go eat in the cafeteria. I gotta, and, and I think this that person in, in English class, this person in communications one on one, or depending upon what type of player he is, maybe in swim class or bowling or ceramics 202. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about SEC school, the football players. So you know, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying that to say that they're going to be around other people. So it, it, it's, it's, it's bigger than that. You can't control it. That's why it's, it's not going to happen. And then it, no matter what they want to do, Unless they gonna just play only four or five schools, I think, and I and I think that's the point that a lot of schools saw very very early on when they invited um, the student athletes back to campus. They were like, "Listen, we have a limited group of students on campus right now, as is the general population is not back yet, and even with these limited folks who are." our athletes who we've told about the, uh, the virus and we've told about, you know what I'm saying, what can happen and what you need to do. These guys are still partying. They're still coming up with these positive tests. We can't control them. We can't control them. We can't, it's no stopping this. So at this point, we need to shut it down because when you shut it down, now you get a, you're, you're, you're I'm not, I don't want to say release, but there's a lot less liability. Exactly. It's not on your watch. Not yeah, it's not on your watch. Some folks are like, well, they need to be, you know, in a structured situation and they need to be this and that. Well, you know, hey, <laughs> go to class, go home, wear your mask. Let, your parents, let, let the parents deal with it. Structure together that way. Right. Let your you know? parents deal with it. It's just like, you know, with the homeschooling, with us, you let your parents deal with it. You know what I'm saying? So it's not going to be on our watch, though. And I feel that. You know what I'm saying? Because I wouldn't want it on mine either. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it, man. I get it. Well, that's, that's about a wrap, man. We, we, we went kind of long, but that's okay, man. It was a pleasure, a pleasure seeing you guys and talking to you guys, man, again. I just wanted to uh, say again, I'm, I'm going with the Boston Celtics and the L.A. Clippers in the finals. I'm going to speak it to existence. See, Neil, you said Toronto and Portland. Portland Trailblazers. If they make it to AC, they're NBA champions. If they don't. I'm looking at this. I, I, I just missed the score. L.A. Clippers, Toronto Raptors finals. Other than that, Toronto Raptors is six. In six? And Frank, what, who, who did you have, man? Clippers and Milwaukee. Clippers, Clippers. and the Bucks. Yeah, Clippers. With, with, with Aaron Rodgers as virtual fan at the game seven. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And then I, I think the Clippers. Aaron come Rodgers and, and, and Brett Favre on the fan, on the fan cam. Then I think the Clippers come out on top in six. Okay. Okay. So that's so so it's it's crazy, man, because no one's no one's talking about the Lakers. We got to see how it plays out, man. For everybody out there, please tune in to us. We're on YouTube. We're on Spotify. Uh, we're on Anchor. The fellas present Sports Rap. Check us out. Spread the word to everyone. Um, hey guys, have a great evening, man. Let's check out this Portland game, man. Hopefully they take out the Nets. See no. you guys next week, fellas. All right, man. I'll let y'all.